Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack Podcast. Uh, gonna come out right out the gate and say, Nayashi's not joining us today. He says he's shopping for a car. He might be lying to us and playing the New World Beta. Who knows? We can't, we can't definitively prove that that's not what he's doing, is all I'll say. Uh, but that being said, we do have a guest today, so we are still going to be three-manning the show. Uh, very excited for this guest uh, to join us, and uh, very thankful that he is giving us his time to talk about all the striker changes. But first, before we get to that, i got to thank our lovely patrons. Hawaiian I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Kalahad, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus X Septum, and thanks. Appreciate you guys for supporting us, as well as all the people supporting us in uh, you know our Twitch streams, which you can find in the description, uh, all the other Patreon subscribers, and you know just everybody who gives us their general support. Thank you so much. So our guest today, uh, almost certainly the most well-known striker, if not the most well-known player in the game. Uh, he's here to give us his thoughts on the striker we work. Uh, it is Divios. Thanks for joining us, man. Hello. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good, dude. So, Divios's background is—he's got a big background because you don't—you don't, you don't he does. stream, do you, Divios? I did for a while, but it's just uh. Okay. And, <laughs> and do you upload YouTube content? Uh, every now and again, I'll like upload like something like cool like, i'll upload like, a clip or like like example like, I, I uploaded like the tournaments recently okay but i don't you it's don't not like really like montages yeah, or guides no no i don't really i just like every now and again i'll upload something when i feel like it but... <laughs> um so give us a little bit of your background because there's this rumor i always hear about i've i've not looked into it but you're you're known as the smite world champion do you want can you talk about that and kind of clear that what does that mean what what did you win in smite how good were you at smite and smite for those that don't know is a uh it's like the 3d like third person yeah. moba right yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a third person moba just has all like mythological like character like characters mm -hmm. like they and then yeah in season five I ended up winning with uh team splice and yeah, it was. It kind of just became like I I I like changed my name for a while as like a meme to like World Champ Divios, and like it kind of like it's it like stuck. It's just like a kind of what uh what position did you play on that? I played I played solo, which is like the equivalent of top top, top lane, lane. Yeah, that's the okay. best way to put it. Yeah, he played goalie. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I know. I literally know nothing about Smite. I have not played Smite. I've watched a friend play Smite, and I, it's, I don't know. It's like League, but you play over the shoulder instead of top down. I mean, it's really right. very, very similar. Um, mm -hmm. Did that victory 
award you enough money to just you don't have to worry about money again for the rest of your life? I don't know what rest of my life, but <laughs> <laughs> it was good for being like 17 at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been playing Black Desert Online? Uh, since like a couple weeks after release. I I took like a while off. Like every like I've I've taken like two like decent breaks for like a month or two, but like nothing other than that I've been playing the whole time. And what what did you start out playing? Because Striker didn't come out until twenty seventeen, right? I so... played I played a full DP warrior. Of course. <laughs> of course. Is that where you got the idea, Reslar, back in the uh, hex days? Uh no. I just wanted to shot call in peace. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you played full DP Warrior all the way until Striker release? Yep, and then I played full DP Striker until like a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what? But it, but it was also full DP Striker that was still, because it was able to kill people. Right, so let's, let's go back into the history of Striker, because one of the things, so everyone remembers launch Striker as like, Striker was insane in the beginning, yep. but... If you actually played Striker, you remember those first four weeks were not so good. Do you remember? Yeah, the, yeah. The first week was it was something special. Leg drop was about the AOE of like I'm, I'm trying to think. It's like it was like the AOE of like you know like Celestial Spear, like the AOE of when it, where Celestial Spear lands. It was like that AOE. It was so tiny and it was very slow, unprotected, and <laughs> there was the <laughs> it did absolute insanity damage like when it even though like day one it did the so much damage it made no sense but everything except for the damage was real bad yeah i, I remember they... <laughs> i remember like the first big so they i i want to say they patched it two weeks in a row it was probably more than that but two major times where it was like the patch notes borderline looked like these reworks. Like it was like change the connection between this, 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 and this, improved this, sped up this, connected this, this does this, added this CC, added they added like mm. three super armors and five CCs. It was like so much different. Um, yeah, they added they added like so many, so many things. And then the last week they just there was one line for a striker and, and it was just increased magic DP and that was an interesting patch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just because all of a sudden the class changed and it was all of a sudden like instead of it being more of like an assassin, it was just like, I am now a tank. <laughs> um and it was also when Renown was still a thing, right? No. No, no that no, was no. way, way no? before. Yeah, Renown was after. So the thing it was funny at the time I was maining Tamer and uh this guy in my guild who was like he was pretty good at striker. It was so frustrating fighting him because at the time clones like deleted tamer pet like it would just actually oh yeah oh yeah it would just kill them yeah, yeah it would just kill the tamer pet like in, during the neutral game and i'm just like what the hell man like i have to like stop and respawn my pet over and over just to, like fight but i felt like i did no damage to striker back then like it was they were super tanky yeah um, as soon as they added the magic dp it was so tanky so striker was pretty good in like i remember uh i mean there was a ton of like videos they're all they're all killed people they're just ferocious so initially they're all did nothing but like a year after striker came out or like six months after striker came out when they bought they buffed a bunch of alts right and okay, they made okay. they buffed striker all by like 270 percent and then it just was one-shotting everyone turns out when 270 <laughs> percent was a bit much so 
what was fast forward pa all the way up to the CC changes, which also gave us the renown changes. But um, what state was Striker in, like right after the CC changes came out? Uh, it was. Well, it depends. It depends what part, because when, when they actually when they first did this, it depends. Are you talking about the C, like the first CC changes or so, the what, once all or the, the SA and stuns? And no, no, stuff no, going <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, it was miserable for everyone that first week. But the after yeah. like three or four weeks, once we got the full okay. complete set of CC changes, like what was like the state of the striker in like large scale one v one and all that stuff? So the combos were very awkward. It might just been because no one knew how to play it after things changed them up, but I remember the combo was being very strange compared to before. Because before the combo was basically you just you'd grab them, you do a two like two skills, and you grab them again, and you do two skills, and you do the main hand grab again because it's off cooldown and do two more skills. And, it, <laughs> and that yeah. that's when the combos became like actually something to think about. So it, yeah, it I, got if I remember correctly, it went from like like strikers were like primarily in awakening until that change, and then they started spending a lot of time in pre awakening for their duels. Yeah, it's because the because awakening has like back then especially the only thing that CC'd in awakening after the changes was spiral, and that's still mostly true even to now. The like the the only like awakening CC that you'll really get hit with is spiral or like something in a combo. Right. Um, I mean, now it's just that grab, <laughs> but with renown score, Striker was tanky. Like Striker and Mystic had oh, yeah. this this really interesting era of like. Do Do you remember that Korean Mystic that used to put up the videos? It was the uh, yeah, the Gaifen Police guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh my god, dude! Like, he, like Lewis it, or something. Yeah, it's funny because his gear at the time was nuts, but like. Relative to now, it was like nothing. But he would go in and literally just one v five everybody mm -hmm. at Gaifen. It was like insane. And Striker was like kind of similar. Um, but what what kind of changed uh, from then? Because Strikers were pretty prominent in large scale. Was it just the renown changes that kind of made them fall off, or was it Succession release? Uh it was. Yeah, it was mainly the damage increase from Succession release combined with when they did the CC changes. Like I was saying. Like before, fifty percent leg, you were you were always running in, and you had to spiral cannon, and it was unprotected, and you just had to, and you had no you had no CC other than that. You just were you were going in, and you were just I'm gonna shift you behind people, and then I'm gonna spiral leg, and if that doesn't work, well, I'm not doing anything anyways. Because <laughs> before the CC changes, right, it had like stun on clones, leg drop, knockdown, infernal was super armor, and had the bound. And you just you just you basically just clones on yourself, and then just rotate through a bunch of like CCs and damage in a circle, and you are super protected because if anyone came in to try to grab you or something, they get stunned by clones. So when they when they did all those changes, they lost a lot of CCs, and it right. became really hard to actually like get on a group of people. So you get you continue gearing up. Your gear is kind of insane. You get core. Um, Spiral Cannon, which I know a lot of the core skills for a lot of people helped a lot. And then you get the new skill, Autumn, Autumn Blaze. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, where, what state is Striker in currently on live server? In, like, if you could answer that in three different sections. 1v1, yeah. how good do you think Striker is? 
um, specifically awakening in large scale and then just in like small scale GVGs type stuff. Yeah, so 1v1, both Succession and Awakening are very good. The uh, Succession, you are kind of forced into Succession against other really geared people because Awaken combo damage is good, but it's not great, and it gets hard countered. It is one of the few classes, because it's pets, it gets hard countered by DR. <laughs> so if people have too much DR, you will no longer be able to kill them. Right. It's not about evasion, even though it doesn't have good accuracy either. It's just its damage is not that high, but its its main benefit is being able to wear it can wear DP and become quite tanky. It has, but yeah, it has quite a few bad matchups, but it definitely is still very good one v one. Small scale, from like basically up to like five v five to like 7v7 that's like i think i think where it shines is like 2v2 3v3 mm-hmm. that's where i feel striker is as strong as it can be because it's e-buff especially in awakening is just crazy and can put so much pressure just by walking at someone like there's nothing they can do about it other than grab you and it has like it has a lot like when it, it holds someone for like five seconds with this grab it just makes it really hard to deal with in like a 3v3 type environment yeah. You get more than that, 5v5. Again, it comes to, like, you can e-buff and, like, bait for people, but it's no longer, like, just holding people forever. 7v7. Every time you add people after that, it's just, it becomes less and less, like, able to play aggressive. And it turns into more of, like, a budget, like, assassin class, where it just kind of, it walks around, looks for, like, picks. Right. And when it when it has e-buff, it, it goes in, but it doesn't accomplish a lot, because doesn't do a lot of like quick damage it's all very like the skills are quite slow what about succession in those small skill type stuff <laughs> succession and anything over 1v1 is pretty miserable like you can get away with it in 2v2 3v3 especially if you're against like certain classes but like if there's something like a hash or any class that can get behind you quick there's nothing succession striker can do over 1v1 and yeah. But in one v one, it does like one v one. Suck striker does like disgusting damage. It it does like compared to like it does at least double awakening on live right now. But it's just it's so unprotected. It is a lot faster too. So like it gets its it's like it gets its skills off way faster. Its its movement is a lot less predictable. Mm-hmm. But it's just it just it's so unprotected. It can't really do any of that unless like it, it's similar to like. It'd be like if you Awaken Ranger didn't have the bow, and you're just like, you have to just like, wouldn't like it's not. It's just like it has really unprotected combos. It can't really do much protected other than like, just like just poke you, right. and it, yeah, it has to play very passive. And then and then large scale, all the way up through siege. <laughs> it's just basically you're wasting your time if you're playing Succession right. in in siege and Awakening. Awakening is it, like they're, they're, it's good for like those old flex plays. It can it can be good for that, especially if you get down to like those three v three, four v four scenarios. Right. It can get very good, but it's just if you ever are with your team, you feel so helpless because most like most of the rats are faster than you. At this point, people do so much damage and have so much AP that even if you're crazy gear, you still die instantly if there's like two people on you, and like. There's so many slows and range stuff going out. It's really hard to 
get in. Even right. when you get in, you, it's hard to get kills because people just gain high DP now. Um, for for one v one, if you're playing for let let's say there's five grand on the line, and you don't know what class you're gonna be against, it's gonna be any class. Which spec are you playing for one v one? Which one do you feel is more reliable? In one v one, or better in one v one. It 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 depends if is is it gear capped or not gear capped. Yeah, let's uh, let's do one an answer for both. If it's gear capped, I'm playing awakening because it means it's probably lower gear, and awakening will be able to kill people because awakening has better CCs. It has the it has better like stamina. It has be it has better it has pretty much better everything except damage. Right. And but suck has suck is better at like. It has better speed, so it can deal with like those rat classes that can like go too qu quick for awakening. And suck has just yeah unbelievable damage where it will kill someone no matter what, and you can you can full hybrid out and still be able to kill people no problem. So um, like if it's gear, if it's no, gear cap, no! I just play, I definitely no, just play awakening and suck. I died gear again. So what? I I know there's like a lot of things it's like a combination of slows. And, um, I mean, it's like a million things, but what, what specifically in large scale, cause it, it's kind of a thing a lot of melees struggle with, but what, what like, could you change? Um, not, not like getting into the reworks just yet, like what they did change, mm. but just on like paper, what could you change to make striker better either on striker or on other classes? If it means changing things on other classes to make it like more viable in like siege and 60 mans. For like for melees in general, I mean, the, I just think the fight should be more split up. Like, yeah. I think there should be more. Like, I think it should be more objectives than just their base, because that's the that's the problem. Is it just turns into, it's they're sixty for sixty. It's super laggy, and you're just trying to throw damage out. And is if you can throw damage when you're not being in the middle of it, it's a lot better because you're not getting hit by their stuff as much. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. When there's like sixty plus players. I mean, Rez, you feel this too on, on Zerker. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't really, like, I don't know. It almost feels like there's nothing they could change to make that ever feel good on Melee. Like, they literally just need to yeah. split up stuff Unless, and, like, add yeah. objectives. I mean, that's, that's part of why, like, ever since you brought up the idea a year ago of, like, lowering the size of guilds, that would in turn, you know, reduce the amount of people that you're fighting against theoretically. Yeah, you'd uh, fight less of the scenario. time. It's it, it would do a lot towards helping it. That's also why I really liked uh the change they made to Valkyrie a while back where they gave their movement both frontal guard and super armor. Like that made a lot of sense because it allows them to more easily move around in the battlefield without just giving them straight up an iframe, right? Um, so I think there are some things that they can do, certainly, both on a large scale and on an individual class scale. But yeah, definitely uh, a lot of melees struggle with that problem. Yeah, because basically it's turned into, right, where like the people, the classes people play melee, they're like 80% iframe, because if they're not, they just, they are dead before they've done anything. Like that's yeah. like what, it's what happened with like, like Awakened Sage, Corsair right now, Sork. Like it's also, ninja to a lesser extent, but same like idea. 
another problem is the range damage mm. right like, the the suck ranger the witch and wizard mm. both succession and awakening to a lesser extent but certainly the successions the archers uh you know just you know mm. uh, uh uh sage has a decent amount of range to it not as far range as those other classes but him as well same thing for awakened corsair again it's not that it's super long range but mm. it has some decent range capabilities decent range options and it's just all of this combining is making Awakened life absolutely miserable awake of course is pretty far in dude yeah it's a lot of the you know, dark knight Can, uh, like, they, dream yeah. of Wait, doom so, being thrown everything do they have the ability to just like stand there and lay into you from range like a suck whiz or a ranger they can to an extent it's not exactly the same but you can definitely get off like rmb shift rmb shift lmb and shift okay. f from from range which is gonna i was under the impression that they only had like a couple skills that were pretty far range no 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 they, they have... have to wait for cooldowns or go up close it's pretty split it's pretty split like if okay. you include like the pre-awakened stuff they mix in corsair has is like 40 percent ranged and then 55 60 percent melee okay well there you go adding another yeah. problem child to this issue yeah. but it's true there's like... a lot yeah there's a lot of range stuff in the game like the only classes that are really good melee wise, they ha they have they always they all fit this. They're I they're either they're either killing you in in one or two skills in SA, and they're killing you very or they're killing you in one CC with like two to three skills. Like they they can't. There's no class that relies on a combo that can do that does well like consistently. Right. If if you have to do like a full combo on someone to like, or like you have to do like a like a setup type of thing, it just doesn't work. You you need you need like that one or two just like so super big hitters so you can just like trade into people or get like a quick quick CC into like a high damage skill that kills. So if you don't have if you don't have that, it's just it's not really. Possible. What what kind of objectives would you want? Like what what could they add? Because I've I've said the same thing kind of like I love the idea of the way I know it's a complete ripoff, but some variation or form of the way. League of Legends does dragons and baron, I think would be really cool. Like just things that pop up at different mm. times that make you decide, hmm, do I want yeah, to like go I'll... over and do that? Do I want to send people to that? Or do I want to stay here? Something that like splits you up. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like make like a boss spawn, right? And then like a, like a boss spawns and when you kill this buff, you either get a buff for your guild or like you get some type of like reward that i don't know what it could be yet that just it, it it's it's worth that you want to you want to have it basically but you don't want but you don't want to send your whole group there because then you'll lose the fight elsewhere right. like that you'll you'll lose your base so you have to, you send like a you send like a group out there to take it it can't it shouldn't be too impactful you just win if you have it like spirit of battle but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh just like something that's like worth that you want to have and it's worth doing without being just like the main focus of the fight because it's a very thin line between being like oh that's nice to have i hope we get that versus we need that bring everyone now <laughs> right so. exactly exactly um what about let's say they don't make any changes to objectives and it always kind of stays ball v ball meta what like sweeping changes could they make to at least improve the experience from melee um, the number one thing sl slows would have to be hurt really hard again. Mm -hmm. uh, range damage would need to be lowered, but that would hurt a lot of other 
aspects of the game. What, what would you do classes. to slows if you could make changes to slows? I just think slow. You should only be able to get hit by one slow, and it should just take into effect the lo the biggest slow you have. Yeah. I just I don't. I think you should be able to get by one slow and like one add-on, and they, like I also don't think there should be any skills like grave digging and devastation. They're just giant circles that slow. And, are and and do damage and are protected. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree, but the thing is, too, is, like, even if you reduce it to one slow, like, I, I don't know specifically for Striker, but there's a lot of classes, like, even if Musa only gets hit by one slow, that's enough to completely make them, like, miserable in a fight. So, I, yeah. like, I've been talking about, like... I just I, think... I think, I think it should be more focused, though. That's the problem. Right now... Like with like, just think guardians use anything they get it. Like a lot of the these large scale yeah. abilities for like 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 zerkers and warriors. Like if a warrior's sitting there, what's he doing? He's gonna sit there. He's gonna grave dig slashing. That's those are his like, it's like like things like that. I just think it should be more like if you want to slow stuff, things like retardando are really good because it's like it's a single target. I'm gonna slow you right, type of right. ability. It's not it's not just like I'm doing my rotation and it, it happens to slow you as well. That's my yeah. more problem with it. Like, if they see a Musa coming in, like, I'm going to slow him. It's like, okay, that's good. But when it's just, like, the Musa walks in, they get hit by a lightning skill, they get hit by a Guardian, and they're like, hey, I'm 80% slowed and I'm dead. <laughs> it's just like, there's a guy who's doing their rotations. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the Slow. other thing, too, is the range on some of them. What were you going to say, Rez? Mm -hmm. uh, no, I was just agreeing that yeah, there's just too many slows. And I, I do agree to an extent about like big AoE slows as well. I wish that if you were going to have... I, I think slows are very undervalued in terms of their power by the company, um, which is why I think you have something like Gravedigger or something like Devastation. If you're going to have like these types of skills where they are completely protected and all it does is just lay down a huge field of slow that if you get hit by even a one single tick of it, you are just absolutely beyond fucked. There, there has to be some sort of like, I don't know. I, 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 I like how devastation functions. Maybe you open it up a little bit more, but there is a bit of an animation before they can actually use it. Now, yep. what they did is because Earth they added the flow. Is, yeah, that, that's the fashion <laughs> yeah. flow. <laughs> With the flow now, there's like not yeah. an animation anymore. But before, I actually didn't think it was that much of a problem at all, in all honesty, because it was such a huge animation, right? The wind-up on it was huge. Now, obviously, with Earth dividing, uh, not the the not biggest so much anymore. <laughs> the biggest offenders are Guardian and like Suck Wizard, where it's just like yeah. Wizard's just using any other lightning skills, and you're just forty percent slowed. Same with Wagon Sage. Any other like they have like three or four just like electrocute abilities. They just throw out as mm -hmm. part of their it's part of their it normal gameplay and just slow on you for like no hey, reason. you're forty percent slow for three seconds. It's like it's really hard to deal with stuff like that when you're just getting like peppered by all that stacking up. People have add-ons, Guardian slow stacks, like. The electrocute stacks with other slows. It's mm -hmm. it, you get hit by. It's just it, even even though it's capped, it's just like it's ve it's very easy to just get to that cap, and it's just it's hard to. I the the slows it. the the passive slows have to go. I think honestly, I think yeah, slow should slows. be a choice. Like it, yeah, yeah, I actually think Divios. I I would love if it was even more harsh and that you. So you said it should just, you have one slow and then it replaces with like the highest one. Like that's the one that stays on your bar. I actually think that they should make it even more strategic than that. And if you make a mistake, you could actually put a lesser slow on someone if you're not paying attention. 
like if let's say my teammate uses uh retardando right and then they have that 50 percent slow and i'm just like an idiot hash that's like not realizing they already slowed him and i go use quicksand it literally changes it to the 20 percent Oh, I think, just refresh the time with the 20 yeah instead. make it something where you like okay he's already slowed mm -hmm. i don't want to put another one on because it's just gonna weaken it mm. like so there's actually i feel the same involved. way i feel the same way with debuffs like in general like i think of like things like evasion debuffs and dr debuffs should also be and like accuracy debuffs i think all, all those things should be choices and not just part of your main skills because like the, those things like hurt a lot for like people that are like like tankier yeah it's just and it's just like and the problem isn't that it, it, it isn't the problem that that one guy is doing more damage the problem is like after they hit you with their normal rotation everyone does more damage yeah because like and i think just it should be more of like a a choice in that list and just being just like on your main rotation um so slows some i mean range damage is tough because you're right because you could hurt 1v1 but split yeah like having some form of split damage really isn't that bad the problem with like ranger and some of the archer ones is that they split it way too harshly mm -hmm. that it makes it like not do anything but split damage is like i don't know it, it makes it so it doesn't really affect your 1v1 at all right where you can still if you solo someone down you can kill them but in a group you're not gonna be killing like a mass group of people yeah, it, just, um, it just depends where the line on split damage is yeah like where, where like like, because all of a sudden, they're like, oh, like technically, things like, like sages, like, like sage suck, like spatial collapse, like it's not ranged, but it's also like it's definitely not melee. It's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like you're close and you're hitting them, but it's not. Uh, it's like so it's it's kind of hard to draw the line of where like the split damage should be. And it's. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I think Slows would be I a think huge. It's not an e it's not an easy solution. And Slows then, would be nice, though. One I, I'm sure you're aware of from a million different skills, but the hit stutter is oh yeah, just screws yeah. melee so bad. Hit stutter really fucks uh, striker really hard, dude. Oh yeah, it's the thing I notice it so much, or like I mean I, I notice it in a lot of stuff. Tendon cutter it feels really bad, but tendon cutter is so fast. Like sometimes you can avoid mm. getting hit by stuff, and usually you're not in a ball. But when I was like playing suck corsair in wars, like using c stroll <laughs> towards a group that's throwing stuff you just don't don't move it is so awkward how you're literally mm. just sitting there just that's kind of uh, in the same place it like feels like lag it's like so that, bad that's actually something i, w I was gonna say because i remember, I remember like when because i know you were like very against the whole spiral gap being fixed and the thing is the spiral gap in 1v1 i think it was mostly fair i think that most of the time you got cc'd in spiral in 1v1 it was okay but the problem is when you got hit by other people mm -hmm. you just it, it made the gap huge and you just <laughs> right, like you always got cc'd out of it in groups that that is another thing like it's it's just funny because like it's not like you weren't going to use the bond skill in groups it's just because even when spiral was always unprotected you still just use spiral in groups but it just sucks you pick this core skill and it's just like <laughs> i'm still just getting cc'd every time <laughs> yeah um so what uh just from from your perspective i know every, every striker is a little bit different i think this is true for a lot of classes there's like some obvious weak matchups but then some not so obvious ones because every player is different for example i think a lot of archers struggle against sork and back like two years ago or a year and a half ago when we had general Morzon, he said that that's his best matchup what uh what matchups for you in 1v1 if you're in 
battle arena are are like your best and your worst. My worst by far is just it's like it's lawn by ten miles, and then it's like like lawn is bad. Yeah. Uh, if awaken hash can kill me, it's really bad as well. Just range grabs like awaken sages. Awaken sage is not terrible anymore. It's it, it feels more like a it feels more like a skill matchup now. Before the change of the iframe, fighting awaken sage was the worst thing I've ever experienced in this game. <laughs> Yeah. I I I didn't I just like I had no game plan. It was just I'm gonna just sit here and just like I'm gonna rotate and just hope I CC him and then, and then maybe I can kill him in one CC. That was like my plan. And so and then yeah, like to me Ninja is like I think it's a not a favorable matchup, but it's not one of the ones I don't really like. It's not one of the more like like Awakened Rangers pretty bad. Archer is honestly not like if if the Archer has damage, it's really hard to keep up with Archer. Yeah. Uh, what's like your best what do you matchup? Where you're like, you walk into it and you're like, this poor guy. Like, <laughs> awakened mages, <laughs> uh, Sork. Uh, what about Guardian versus Striker? How's that one? I think it's it's in favor of Striker because, uh, but uh, it's it, like I mean, suck Guardian's pretty easy. Awakened Guardian's hard to catch. Just. Yeah. It's like annoying, but Sock Guardian can more likely be able to kill me. Mo Honestly, Musa and Mewa are not good matchups. Specifically, Sock for both of them. For like for them, not for you. It's not. It's not good for me. Oh, it's not good for you. Uh, if you're on succession, or if they're on succession. If if they're on succession. Interesting. Well, Mewa could be either. Both Mewas, but Musa is mainly succession that I'm scared of. Like it's yeah. just it's it it just it is a really boring matchup and it's not and like with at least how it is it may it will probably be a lot nicer with the gaps fix but dude the fuck stub barrel catches every gap it's impossible like it's, it, I have to play so boring I have to sit there and mass rage hammer and just look at them for minutes until they finally come close to and then I have to go for like a dash grab or something like that. Who are, who it's, are some of the Musas or Mewos that? you know that do that or like good at that uh i mean there was uh, it's hard to tell because like, no one plays it now i think because like i used to really hate it dealing with that but there's not very many anymore that i fought recently yeah. they're all playing new world now for the last <laughs> but like yeah I, I used to fight them all the time and it was always not very fun to yeah. deal with it's just like no matter what the, i know what the, ma the matchup's gonna be them dashing around and i'm standing there because i the more every time I do like aggressive play, I'm risking just getting stub arrowed or dragon bite, it's just, and it's really hard to deal with. What about Dark Knight? I don't think Dark Knight. Dark Knight. All right, so Dark Knight, it's not a hard matchup, but it's not an easy one. It's like it. it, it I. It's definitely in Striker's favor, but it's an annoying one. Right. So during the tournament, this last tournament, um, mm -hmm. you ended up in. In a one v one with flannels and a one v one with quicksore, um, yeah. In the finals, what what makes the striker versus ranger matchup difficult? And then separately, what makes striker versus flannels difficult? <laughs> like a striker versus rangers, their their grab comes out so quick, and they have like the little ranged like them having just like the range option makes it makes me have to play differently because again it, it has the little like musa mewa effect where it's just i can get just randomly ticked if i'm 
doing something weird, even at like decent range. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, like finals is just crazy, and <laughs> he's really really good at rotating. It's like I do think it's, I don't think it's like a terrible matchup, but it's definitely not good. It's like. Like even just normal Waken Ranger, it's not. It's not like, like I had. I, I've had problems like just fighting like other Waken Rangers. Like I've, I, I fought like like I remember just fighting like Persona when he was in Snake, and it was not fun. It's like, it's like I can win, but every time I catch them, it it honestly feels like, like and people are gonna hate this me saying it. If like it felt just like how Awakened Sage did, where whenever I CC them, it's random. Like it, it was. Not, I felt like it was barely up to me when I CC them. Yeah, it still is like that. It, it, it's be like yeah. Ever Red, since yeah, Go I was ahead. saying before 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 CC changes, it was great because I remember all I do is I just keep every time Ferocious is up, I'd linger it for three seconds, and if they ever came near me, I'd pro- drop clones, so they have to just back up, or if they CC me, if they grab me, they get stunned. Yeah, <laughs> and the, oh, the old but, ship Q. Yeah, <laughs> that was, but like, yeah, Awakened Ranger is just like a it's a weird one. Zerker is a Zerker is a lot of fun. It's like I do think it's like. It's like I think it's like a skill matchup, but I think it's slightly in Zerker favor, like it like like forty five fifty five type thing. Like it it feels like it's like a a little a little not fun, like a little unfair, but like yeah, it doesn't feel like it's bad. It just feels like it's like it's like that's kind of like every when you get caught, it kind of it's kind of like that's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, what, what happened in that matchup? Because you, I thought I was really excited to watch that one because I think that one is like. It's one of those matchups where you're like, you have to really be thinking about your iframes and when you use them. Mm-hmm. And you, it just looked like you ran them down and that was it. It was like... Well, it's, it's just I popped e-buff and people are, like, in general, people don't know how to deal with Wolf's Hunger. Yeah. And, like, I, I did the same thing when I fought Derm. I was actually really worried for that fight because Sork and AoE can time out anyone they want. It doesn't matter what class you are or what, what you're doing. You can You can just get timed out. And I was scared that was going to happen, but yeah, it's just like the little max range crouching wolf, or not crouching wolf, max range, max range wolf's hunger. It just it tell it is deceptively far out to how far it can TP. Rez, do you agree with uh, that matchup being slightly favored towards uh, Zerker? Absolutely not. I think <laughs> exactly the opposite in terms of I think it is a skill matchup, like for sure. Right, it's it's very, very even. I, but I, I, I would yeah. give Striker the slight edge just because nine times out of ten, I feel like that matchup comes down to a grab fest and Striker has uh more iframes to dodge grabs more the appropriately. Pro- the problem is well, for the Striker POV, it's like the to me, Zerker feels the same as Mystic. Where it's just like it's like it's like an even matchup, but then they also have a slow, which can ruin me. That, that's what that, that's because that, yeah, that's where I, like it's like definitely if a Zerker mystic slow me, it's, it gets slow. Yeah, like the ground, yeah, earth dividing and ground and devastation are like the like that. That's where it makes it unfair. Before that, like when yeah, we're sure. both when we're both playing neutral, neither of us are slowed. It's even, but then like I, I feel like they have like the second condition of getting a slow on me versus just mm. versus just getting like the CC. Well, that's why the Suck Striker change is going to be busted due to that slow on Rage Hammer. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that, though. The slow on to the Striker is, like, really key to winning that fight. If you get a slow on them, it doesn't guarantee you the win, but pretty damn near. Because, I mean, it's... slows are brutal on everybody, but speaking as someone who's played both Zerker and Striker, I feel like slows affect those two classes 
a lot more than a lot of other classes. Yeah, it's just it's just because of the like the it, it just when you get hit by slow, it just increases the gaps and just gives you more time to catch them. So like they have to play like if I ever get hit by like a slow like that, I just have to sit there and try to linger SA. And if you run at me, I have to eye frame. And like yeah, it's like I can go for a grab too. And if I get a grab, I'll win, right? Because I'll just I'll just grab you until the slow is gone. But it's I gain the grab. You you like Berserkers win the grab trade if I'm slowed, really easily. Right. And shake off grab is a scary, scary thing. It is so fast. Um, I don't mean to go down the whole list, but what about against Warrior Striker versus Warrior? Warrior, I think I think it's in Striker's favor slightly. I think I think just because generally, I mean, it depends. It depends on I guess on the Warrior, but. There is very. I think it's very hard for Warrior to one combo Striker in most situations, even even gear. Yeah. It's just it's Warrior's damage is not high. Their accuracy is good, but their base damage is not that high. Like if a Warrior can one combo you, it's definitely in the Warrior's favor though. But if it's if it comes down to like we don't we both don't always one combo, I think it's in Striker's favor. And obviously, if he can't one combo and I can, then it's even more in my favor. All right, so despite them announcing that uh, they were going to do everything in character, I do have to specify, I, this is what, why I'm, I'm the white knight on the show, because I, <laughs> I see a lot of people are really pissed off that they didn't keep their word and go in character order, but they did say that it's subject to change at any time, and that yeah. they're going to try to do character order, but uh, it's not always going to be that way. So I think... A lot of us were expecting Sork and or Zerker this week, and then a lot of people, yeah. there was some weird data mine on Global Labs, and everyone thought it was going to be Archer and Mystic. Um, but it was Striker, which I think surprised everybody. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's, let's get into these. I don't know where we should begin, but maybe with... Um, let's start, so let's start with Awakening. And let's talk about. I, I guess this affects Awakening and Suck because of the the Nimbus pull up the patch notes. Yeah, but let let's first start with the um your your initial overall impression of what you've seen. Just like a general sense of like, uh, are you excited for this? Not excited? Uh, and is this good or bad? And uh, yeah, let's start there. So for Awakening, I. I think the changes overall are really good. Fixing the gaps and that are nice. There's two things right now I really don't like, but uh, which is the I don't like being able to I don't like having like a little dash back after failing grab, and I don't like the I don't like the, each shard giving a triple dash in awakening because it doesn't give that in suck. Right. Those are like the two changes I really don't think make sense, and I just I just I think that's a that's just a principle I have in general. I don't like grabs. Being, I don't think it's. I don't think it should be just free to just throw it out and get out of it. Right. Like awaken sage grab is like that as well, and I really don't like that. Um. So with with the flash thing, is it just? Because the thing is, like on one hand, if you have full shards, it's a lot of movement. But how often do you typically have full shards in PvP? Is it is it in pretty a, common? In awakening, in awakening, you barely ever have any shards right now on live. Uh -huh. Unless you're doing a combo on someone, not right. even like doing like a large scale combo, like doing an actual like one v one combo to, mm -hmm. to get that was like that's like the only way you normally get shards right now in Awakening. And then 
but on on Global Lab, the new Landbuster skill, or I think they call it's called like Vengeful Roar or something. Now it's, I can't. Or, I have to go find it. Uh, did they give it a name? They did. I I was reading it earlier. I can't find it. The Avatars Cry. Avatars Cry. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the trailer. It's probably going to be called something yeah. else when we get it, yes. though. Yeah, some, yeah, some, yeah that, that's like the name of it right now. But yeah, whatever. That skill gives 20 shards. So it yeah. is very, very good at, get, like, at helping out that. So do so you just like, think it's too much movement? Or you think it's... What, what don't you like about the double flash? I mean, the main thing shards? I don't like is that it's only an awakening. <laughs> but I just think... I do think it is kind of dumb. I th I think having three dashes for 200 stamina is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of nuts. Um, the, the thing is, it more just like looks dumb. It's not like it's not that practical, but it will definitely, it would definitely like it. It, it w there will be situations where they, a striker just has ten like three shards, and he just straight sprints off the screen to get away from you. You're like, what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> and here's and here's the thing. Here's the thing that. I'm confused about as well. It's not even going to help their large scale because of hit stutter and the fact that it's just super armor the whole time, other than that very yeah. first one. They're just gonna get hit stuttered, slowed, and then die. Yeah, like, you're only gonna use it to get away. <laughs> if you go in if you go in into yeah. people, you're gonna just get yeah, hit. The main yeah. the one thing is really nice on that though is the um the evasion buff. Oh my that is the nice yeah. that's one of the nicest quality of life things ever. So they added the like, evasion like, buff. The buff on it, it, oh, it's sitting there just kicking before every engage. Just kind of guess when the engage is going to happen. It's so annoying. You're just you're literally just sitting there, side left click, and then swap to awakening and S block, and then the side, then swap back to main hand S left click, swap to awakening and S block, and you're just waiting for the engage to start. Just keep on evasion buffing yourself. Now, now you'll just whenever the engage happens, you'll dash in and you'll have it. Yeah. So it, it they added the nine percent evasion buff to double flash. Do you have to use both? Yeah, you need to. You it's the third dash that it's gives it. It's the third it. dash that gives it. Okay. Um. Yeah. That is that is really Actually, nice. Cause, well, maybe it will be at the end of the second dash. Let me see. I'm on global. Let me see. Yeah, because on um, like that's one of the things that feels a lot better. Oh, it's the second dash. Second, second dash, dash does it okay. too. Just as long as you activate double flash at all, it gets it. Um, on Awaken and, and Suck Hash, it feels really nice that you basically just always have it because you, you mm -hmm. get it whenever you move. Um, so last week we had Biceptimus and Flannels, and it was kind of cool uh, because they were the tournament winners. So they were part of the ART program, which you're a tournament mm -hmm. winner and you're part of the ART program. How much of the stuff in these changes are things that you were asking for? Like how much on here are you like? Oh shit! Like they actually yeah, a, did. Apart from the new skills, it was pretty much like I mean the idea of it as a whole was what like I wanted, but mm -hmm. then like they added extra things and they had like they they see they fixed all the things I like the specific things I wanted and and then they did it like some some ways sometimes they did it different ways because like both awakening and succession had a stamina problem and I was saying is just make crouching wolf because crouching wolf is just like. 400 stamina for like a little tiny back step that goes like two feet right and i think that i was thinking that should be reduced because like this i feel like the flash step was like okay it's it's a lot of stamina but it's still it's like a movement scale I'm like okay that's fine but 400 stamina for a little tiny hop i was gonna i was just saying reduce that but like reducing the dashes it does the same thing because they basically they remove 200 stamina from whenever you do a triple dash but it's just on a 
it's on a better skill now, so it's just they they did like a better version of it. Yeah. And then uh yeah, the the main things we were just looking at was in it, it needed I, I mainly wanted clone scaling. I don't know about just doubling clone damage and nothing else, <laughs> but I, I did I didn't well, think there was a note in, in there that they were, aren't done with it and they want to do something with clones. I was reading something like right. that. Um Yeah, they're saying we're considering changes in various ways to improve the way pets attack. Okay. So the, and they didn't really change all the clone damage, right? They just mm -hmm. just changed Shift Q. Yeah. Is the clone and damage different on any other skill? I think it's the same. Yeah, but yeah, bite off's the same. Right. Yeah, yeah bite they just doubled just... Shift Q. But Shift Q was like Shift Q and WF are like the two main clones. Like WF didn't get that increased, but every, but but WF got increased from three hits to eleven hits, so it it got over tripled the damage. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> so overall, the damage is much better, right? It's like, I think, yeah, I think that the damage is, the damage is very, very high now, and it has SA trading potential. I do think the rampaging changes a bit much, though, because if you have like two ninety-seven AP, you actually just kill someone with WF twice. Right. <laughs> is that just because they didn't reduce its damage at all like with the pvp re reduction no so what happened is they ha it had three hits before and it had five in pve right so they is they removed the hit the hit the the, the hit reduction so now it has five hits so that's like a 60 66 percent increase but then when they add another one the other one has six hits so it went from three hits to five hits and then six hits on the other one and they are v both very fast right so basically, Rampaging Predator also, like, they increased the attack range of it um, to be unified with the widest part of the skill. Mm -hmm. And they also are allowing you to use the flow after you've used a different ability. So you can start off mm -hmm. with Rampaging Predator and then use anything you want and then use Flow Bite Off after, which that is new, right? You had to use it back to back before. Yeah, you had to use it back to back, right. and it was staying, and you'd stay in place. And you'd stay in place, and this one, and, like, and, and you, and it locked you, it locked you, lo it, it locked you in the roar as well. Right, and then let's see, let's go over some of these. So the double flash thing got changed from, uh, it, it's basically baked into flash, and whether you're using flash step or a shard flash step, where you just get two additional dashes, um. Let's see, Ferocious Assault, that one actually didn't change much. So, Spiral is like one of the big ones. So they removed the gap at the end of Spiral, but they also added a they, an extension. They, yeah, they combined the first hit of Endless Fight with it. Yeah, so which, when you hold LMD... It gives you an extra, yeah, an extra little, like... A little scoot. Jump, jump, yeah, a little scoot forward, yeah. So, and then they removed the gap from Nimbus Strike. Yeah, the the... That Nimbus wasn't even one I was thinking of because to me that's always been like the skill. It's like it's like I'm using this and I'm gonna get like I, like that. To me, like I'm just so used to that being like the skill. It's like I, if I use this, I could get CC'd, whatever though. But Spiral was like the one that was annoying. But them to end it to that as well, just being able to throw that out and actually not be like scared of something like that. It's gonna take a lot of getting used to, but it's gonna be so good, especially yeah. with the range increase they did a couple months back. And then they changed Crouching Wolf, where if you consume uh, 30 shards on Crouching Wolf, the 20% attack speed buff lasts for 20 seconds. Which is pretty big. Does the 
last for 20 seconds or is that one no, still it, 10? It's still 10. That one's still 10, okay. There's a, it's kind of annoying right now. There's a bug on Global where you can't use Crouching from Hotbar and get, get, and like, get your shards at all. Right. So like, I, th I think they need to just do the same thing that, uh, that Succession has with that, and then it'll, it'll be in a good, it'll be a good. But it's because it's a bug. It's bugged on Succession too. Right now, it's just like Hotbar Crouching just doesn't work. But that's just a, a bug from changes probably. Uh, um, it'll be fixed probably. Bloody Fang. They added a few extra, so that's like the the passive that allows you to. That's a crazy change. <laughs> they changed the the crit probability. Did, did it give crit? It gave ten percent before, right? No, it gave five percent okay. after you crimson fang someone. Yeah, so now it gives thirty percent after a basically any, any skill ability. that uses shards. Yeah. yeah, any skill that uses shards, um, and thirty percent critical hit rate is huge. I mean, if you have a skill for awakening. It only affects a couple skills too big, but for succession, it's like, what the heck? Like it's it's crazy increase in succession, right? Because succession skills are all zero percent with really high modifiers, except for uh, adamantine. Uh, <laughs> dude, thirty percent crit so big. Uh, and then what was the other? Okay, so let, let's talk about some of the new skills. So they changed. They kind of so flow bite off. Uh, is one of the big separations, but the other one is um, Skullhammer. Now mm. the flow is built into, we'll just call it leg drop because that's what everyone knows it as, but the flow to leg drop that gave it the additional damage is now just baked into the skill. It used to be a separate cooldown, I believe 13 seconds, right? The flow? Is it a 13 second? I think, second it's, or, I think or it's down to 11 now. 11, it okay. was it, it was 15 and then it was 13 and I think it's 11 now. Okay, so now that cooldown's just gone. It's just baked into the skill. So whenever you leg drop, you're always getting the full leg drop with the flow. And then they took the flow and made that its own independent ability with its own um, damage modifiers and its own key combination. So you can cast it either from, I believe, from the hotbar and from SF. You, you cannot hotbar that one. Oh, you can't hotbar that one? Okay. But yeah, it's yeah, it's SF in Awakening. And I mean it's kinda like the same AoE as leg drop. It doesn't quite do as much damage, but it has an evasion debuff and spawns and a clone. It, and it and it uses shards. And it uses shards. And it has and it has air attack. And it has which air is attack. which actually brings me to the one of the like one of the nice one of the, the nice really like one of those ones that you don't really think of when you read it, but it's so big. The uh, endless explosion change where they made the first hit float. Mm -hmm. So that ability, it because it's mo it does mo it does a lot of clone damage. It does not hit very hard, and it doesn't. It definitely hits a lot less than anything else you could do. Like it, well, there are a lot of other things you could do. So and it floated at the end, so you had to do the full thing to get the float. So people never used it for the float. They all they always used it as like a finisher or not or not at all. Right. And so what the change does, it makes it first hit. It makes it all hits at rare attack. So like if you do go for two or three hits. They will all get the air attack, which will increase the damage that itself does quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But just using the first hit is so fast. It reminds me of like a ninja sork CC where it's like it's technically unprotected, but you can go shift right click down F very fast and you do a you do a quick unprotected float into the air attack with the new skill, the down F. And it's just it flows really well together and it's a really good like because awakening just like I said earlier, Awakening's CC, it was very limited before. It adds a much-needed CC. And what what's the name of the F skill? 
the normal one or the yeah, the, the normal the break one. dance and infernal destruction so uh, infernal dancing and infernal destruction is the other one so the flow kind of got added into infernal destruction so you can basically just kill twice a crazy pv buff and the cooldown's <laughs> been lowered right mm. what was it before it was 15 seconds and now it's six right it I think it's seven, but I think they said it's supposed to be ten on the patch notes. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's... It was like bugged, and then. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be ten. Yeah, and then the land. So then they made the flow to that kind of its own ability that you can either use to flow off of that skill, or you can use it independent. And that one you can use from yeah, the hot bar. Yeah, you can you can just use a trade from hot bar. It's and... really good. Yeah, that one's really nuts because you have super armor for the whole skill. It recovers 50 HP per hit, does decent damage, and um, I don't know. It it's AOE is kind of cracked. Yeah, too. you can and you can iframe out of it whenever you need. Yeah, not so, with not with the backstab because that's not very good. But <laughs> the but with the if you do like a dash to the side or back or yeah. You know. Um, so. I don't know how how what are like some of the situations you'd use this in in, in like PVP this landbuster skill. It's it'd be a really good like finisher. He also works really good at trading, especially with non-grab classes. And I was just using it as like a SA skill when I was fighting this DK in global. Mm -hmm. Just like I was just using it, I just use it as like just to cuz then instead of having to linger and like main hand skill it's just like it's only for like the the one CC hit then standing there. It's like I can if he comes in to try to trade, I just I can just drop an SA damage skill on him. As well, it's gonna be very good at finishing off kills. It's like you get like you get this. I could definitely see something simple, just as like you get a CC in a group, you just you leg and then you just use that. Cause but that was one thing with the CC like changes and stuff that that really got removed. Is awakened striker would always do. Leg drop and then they'd spin, and the spin is what would clean up the kill normally. Right. But when they when they when they did the CC changes, they gave it bound on the last hit and unprotected. Right. So it just was like, okay, well, I'm just not using that unless it's like and the thing is, you still do sometimes use it. You just use it expecting like I'm probably gonna get CC'd here, but if I finish off the kill or two, that will it'll get me whatever. <laughs> right. So like having that like finisher will really help it out a lot more than people think and then they added super armor on success i have to be clear about that so your awakened grab now has super armor on success not on the attempt but mm. if you do land the awakened grab the the grab that most people kind of know it as the drag grab um but there's other ways to use it obviously that that grab now is fully essayed during the animation of the succeeded grab um, does this mean you're going to be using this in large scale more? It means I'll unlock it. and well, not, well, Actually, no, I won't unlock it. I'll put it on my hotbar. I'll keep it locked because it still ruins a lot of things. It, but the thing is now, it, there's a lot more you can... There's a lot more options with, because of the new skills to get like quick damage and then still get something off it. I'll have, it'll take more time to like, really know. But like the main reason why like on live I have it locked... If I, if I grab someone with main hand or the waking grab... If they have any DP, I'm not killing them. It's not possible. <laughs> like it's, I have to like, if I do like grab and then I go for a spiral. If I if I don't get the KD, I'm doing zero damage. If I get the fl if I get the KD, I'm still not. Unless they're low DP, I'm not going to be able to do a lot either. It's like I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get some damage, but I definitely won't kill. Why? So like I, Why and, is and that? It, and it and it really ruins the uh, it ruins the spiral catch 
Like, if you get a catch with Spiral, it makes that combo really bad, because you have to C-swap the main end instead of using your highest damage skills. Right. Um... Let's see what are the some of these other major changes uh is is anything gonna so they increase the dp debuff on spiral cannon and ultimate crush um they kind of changed ultimate crush's damage yeah they just made all the dp debuffs b20 instead of and because the problem is pretty much all strikers combos like the best combo always started with using crimson fang death strike right <laughs> which is like it was like a little two-part hit that it would, it would give you the bloody fang and it would give you the the crit buff, and it would do like a nice tier two add-on that was pretty easy to start out with. Is ultimate crush usable after these changes? So they changed the DP, and, made it smoother, and you recover fighting spirit now, and it they reduce the stamina consumption. Uh, it's still worthless in PvP. Okay. But in PvE, it'll, it was already good in PvE, and because of the crit buff now, with the it's gonna do very good in PvE. And it's, a, it's just a really good starter for like the, the just gain your buffs up, gain a deep get debuffs down, and just just throwing out like solid damage. How impactful is this new nine percent evasion debuff on the flow to Skullhammer? I mean, it's basically the, like the the full nine percent you'll get. I don't. I mean, I don't feel like there's many people I need evasion debuffs for because so many people are DR right now. But against those people, it will help a lot because. Striker has no evasion debuff that can really use in a combo. Right. Um, but that's going to be good. Is is evasion dead? I know a lot of people from seeing the warrior changes and the ranger, how their tree kind of buffs party members. Warrior got accuracy and an evasion debuff, and then now they're adding an evasion debuff to Striker. Do you, are you concerned at all that evasion's like being weakened over time? It's definitely it's definitely been weakened over time, it should, but it just it's still gonna be the only option to be tanky. There are certain people in the game. It doesn't matter. Like even even if like, if I'm fighting someone that's like three ten AP with full accuracy accessories, it's like I'm not gonna go DR. It's not gonna that's not gonna help me either. So it's like I may as well be evasion for everyone else in the game, and then just and then just be like, okay, well that guy can kill me. <laughs> like it, it makes it weaker. But like before, like if you go back like a year, if you go back like right before succession. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The only thing that killed me was Awakened Maywas. And yeah. like and like E buffed Waken Witches with like crazy gear. Like that was the only thing that was possible. People there was no accuracy accessories. There was no evasion debuff add-ons. There's no DR debuff add-ons. And people what a lot of people don't see with that, the DR debuff add-ons hurts evasion more than than DR as well. So like they, like the evasion and DR add-on debuffs, like those are like the biggest nerfs to evasion in a long time. Basically, right. gave everyone in like a eight, like a five, six percent debuff. It's really good. Do you think if you're a striker, you one hundred percent should be evasion no matter what? As long as you're, like, I do think with the new change, there is a world where strikers could be full AP. But I think even if you're full AP, you should just have be evasion. And like, if you want to be full AP, just like put, just put on a Nuver and you'll be squishy. But you're not going to be tanky with DR anyway. Right. So I think just, I think you just you just play striker. You go evasion. If you you can, there can be situations with the new skills that you can just wear full AP and nuke people. Because mm -hmm. I like when I was fighting people yesterday, it was the first time I've ever dealt damage to another striker or warrior that wasn't in a combo. I just like I, I had a fight where I was against another 410 DP warrior. I'm I did half his health like real quick in SA and just like wow. 
I, I traded with someone. That's crazy. <laughs> if you do that on uh, any other situation, you're like, well, I just wasted a leg cooldown. I'm not doing anything, even if I do catch him now. <laughs> are, are you worried at all that with some of these evasion debuffs and accuracy buffs that players are not even, like, similar to Awaken Sage, like, players aren't even going to need accuracy yeah, accessories? You, you won't. It's completely irrelevant. Uh, like, because how it is right now, right? Even now, like, the classes that have good accuracy buffs... They don't need any accuracy accessories. It makes no sense to do that because there's already not that many people are evasion. And the people that are, like, there's, like, the only class you'll deal with is Striker, Mystic, and sometimes Hash. There you're like, wow, I'm missing a lot. I need more, I need more accuracy. Those are the only situations. And that's on classes, like, if, if you're, but the thing is, like, classes that don't have accuracy, those classes, even when they have, like, four or five accessories, <laughs> All that does is bring them to like a level where they're now hitting you at a rate that everyone else is hitting you because they it's just I do think it's just it's really unbalanced right now where like some classes have just like what the heck is that accuracy and other and then other ones are like yeah I got none <laughs> cuz yeah. like I mean like str like striker clones obviously have 50% but like when you think about it in a combo what I'm doing I'm getting I'm getting add-ons, which is everyone has, which is eight percent, like four percent accuracy, four percent debuff, and then I have a six percent buff, and I have no debuff, and then on my, and then I'm like, oh my, like, okay, so like when I have that, I'm like, okay, I need, like I'm missing on like high evasion people, but it's not like I'm not doing anything, but then on oh wait on suck sage, which is like the, other, the my tag, I'm just like. I have so much accuracy. I don't even need vipers. I don't need. I mean, I don't need accuracy or evasion debuffs add-ons. I have. I have thirty-six percent accuracy, plus like ten percent passive and like fifteen percent on every skill. Hell yeah, that's all I'm gonna need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it's just like, it's really weird because it's. They definitely undervalue how much those give compared to like accessories. Yeah. What about what about me? I mean, me runs at, uh, evasion. He's super tanking. The lawn. He was in the, uh, uh, or you don't I mean, think Lon works well with evasion? He's, I mean, he's not, he's not tanky against any of any twenty twenty one class <laughs> or like class that has like that that type of damage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I'm kind of. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm kind of curious. Are are there any classes that you feel like absolutely should not run evasion? Uh, like. I don't think like I don't think Novas, uh, Zerkers, Valks really. I think I, I think there's like a situation where warriors can, especially in suck. But it's like it's like very rare if you don't do it on warrior, guardian. I, guardian again. Like, I think there's situations you could do it because they have a lot of utility just from staying alive. But it's like with these, it depends. Like if the if these changes go through, it's gonna turn it to where it's only the evasion classes. Because mm -hmm. because I I honestly I do feel the same about evasion on like Nova and stuff like that as I do like DR when you're on, when you're like DR on a ninja. Oh my, the how squishy you are is that's something. Like when I hit <laughs> those DR ninjas, it 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 just feels like they're like three thirty DP, even if they're C twenty. It's just. Like they have no, D they have really bad base DR, no DR buffs. It's just, it's the same thing as like when you're evasion, you ha don't have it. The only difference is with evasion, is that you can't be full DR and still evade, and then with the current gear people have, but you can be evasion and still have DR buffs that help you make you tankier. 
Right. That's something people really undervalue as evasion is DR buffs. Um. All right, let's talk. Well, for before we get to succession, let's talk about this echo spirit damage. What what is this? <laughs> what am I looking at here? Why why did it go from six seventeen times sixteen to twelve twenty eight yeah, times sixteen? Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, like so, clones on live are already like a super like it's super like polar depending on what your DR is. Like once you get basically when you're below like three fifty DP. Clones just instantly evaporate you. They just do 4,000 damage by themselves as long as they have a crit buff and you just die. And you're like, well, that's not cool. They just one-shot me with a skill they're not even attacking me for. Mm -hmm. that's, and then, but then as soon as you get above that, clones drop off a cliff and they all of a sudden start doing... Like, if I hit someone else that's similar to my gear, it'll do, like, maybe two, 300 damage. It has 50% accuracy, so it's not missing. It's just... It does very low base damage once you once your DR starts to beat it. And there's it's really weird because when you're playing like like when I was playing the seasonal tournament, it's like I was playing a different class because all of a sudden I had three new abilities that I just never used because they're all clone damage. Right. And <laughs> and it's like, wait, when we get a CC I'm just gonna drop clones on him and that we're and that's gonna be like our damage. <laughs> it's like it's so weird just how different everything is. When the clones. So, yeah. but actually, but another thing before I get to succession, can you can you put this to rest? Because there's still a lot of people that their their information about Striker is so outdated. This happens with a lot of classes when things change, especially oh, after, <laughs> especially after May 26. For example, Tamer. Tamer is not the worst grinder anymore. It by far. It's like actually so far from the bottom now. Like succession Tamer mm -hmm. is a one of the better grinders in the game. And Awakening is pretty good. average to above average. Um, you could argue it's not super good at, at orcs because they're AoE size, but everywhere else in the game, like Bloody, Secrea, um, like Alun stuff, they, they do a ton of damage. But mm -hmm. right now it's like you still, not only do you see people that think that Succession Striker is better than Awakening, but you still see people that think Succession Striker is better than Lawn. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> How good is Awakening Striker compared to Succession Striker at endgame spots? Um, and how good is it compared to some of the other uh, grind classes that are good? So, right now, Awakening Striker in every Elvia spot is just better because Succession has really big problems with AoE size. And when you get a weapon, it just it has a really rough time like hitting everything. Like, even though it does a lot of damage, just being able to hit everything in Succession... It's not that good at. Succession Striker is still, like, in my opinion, at worst, second place. Like, it might only be behind Awaken Lawn as single target damage. Like, when you're doing things like golems or bosses and stuff like that, where you're just you're sitting there just DPSing something in the back nonstop. Like, like it's DPS is crazy because it just not it has no cooldowns. Yeah. But and whenever you're doing like AOE stuff, it has a really hard time hitting everything. It's like it does a ton of damage to those things it's hitting. But it can. There's never a point where it can hit everything, and it's and when and then when you start gaining things like weapons, I do think like at Sakraya, it's super comfy now. It's still one of the better classes at Sakraya, uh -huh. but it's not just like it's nowhere near the best. And my Succession Sage does even after the nerf does way better there. Yeah, then then Suck Striker. Yeah, I mean Lon is king, right? Still or. 
I, I think, saw. I think. I, I think know. in in Elvia, I think Awaken Nova and Sage are up there, though. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I mean, recently the guy has a lot of gear, so I guess take it with a grain of salt. He's like three hundred nine with a pen black star, but there was a Zerker that got like seven point eight k in Sacrea, which is pretty up there. Um, and they have decent AOEs as well, so they probably mm. pop off in in Elvia. Um. So after these changes, though, for Awakening, like how much better in PVE is Awakening Striker going to be so, if, if oh this comes God. as is? So Succession first got like the thirty percent crit buff. That's a big PVE show, as well as the the attack speed always being up. Mm -hmm. Though Succession didn't have really a big time keeping big problem keeping it up, but it's that like it, it always being twenty seconds. You always have it no matter what. And the but the thirty percent crit is going to make succession striker single target even crazier. So like again, we go things of bosses, and it'll be even crazier. But awakening changes, oh, like it's crazy because the problem with awakening, right? For the longest time, was it, it always relied on skullhammer and landbuster, like those two flows. Right. It relied on those for PVE, where it's like, well, how it worked for the longest time is you run in, you'd use, you'd drop your skulls, and it had crazy good burst. It always has. It would drop a leg. It would spin. It drop like it would drop a couple other skills. It would, you'd kill the pack with like two skills, two three skills, and just because you had the flows. But then the next pack, you'd have none of those flows up because they're fifteen second cooldowns, and you just you just try to piece something together and not do a ton of damage. And you'd basically you'd either kill the pack quite slow, or you just wait till the cooldowns came up and you'd use one at least one of them again. And it was just that was the problem for the longest time. Now, leg drop and landbuster being seven and six cooldowns, having them both like, like combined, it's gonna make that that alone makes the PVE better. And then the new skills, including like the new rampaging, hit like trucks, clone damage. The shift Q, it did like no damage before, so I don't expect it to do a lot now in PVE, but it will do more than it did before, <laughs> for sure. And then like, it's and the AOE size because of like. Especially with like the what's called Avatar's Cry or whatever, and that and the crit buff and Awakening as well, it makes things like Ultimate Crush, which is already a good skill, do more. Spiral has no CC or no no crit rate; it makes that do more. Like Infernal only has 50. Like it brings every, it basically brings everything up to 100, as well as reducing all of the cooldowns. It's gonna be crazy PV. Like honestly, it might it like. Unless they're buffing every class PvE, it's gonna be like too good in my opinion. Because Awaken is already quite good in my opinion in most Elvia spots. Yeah. Um, is that is that good? There's still. <laughs> I saw someone say uh, Luna sent this quote to me, which is super funny. Quote: So they're gonna rework the older classes. Or sorry, sorry the. Um, the, with the striker thing, it was like, yeah, it looks like Awakening Striker is finally going to be good at grinding. Maybe it won't be one of the worst anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so crazy because like, I'm like, dude, but like Divius and Hunter both have said that Awakening is better at all these spots. I don't know why anyone thinks that they're bad anymore. It's funny because Awakening and Elvia, it's better and it's way less like inputs. It's way, it's way less sweaty. Yeah, it's more it's, chill. It's... It's it's super chill to play awakening grinding. All it right. used to be really sweaty because you, when you're doing those fillers, you're doing all this main hand garbage, trying to just do just do any damage while you're waiting for cooldowns. But, um, yeah, 
It's good now. So let's talk about succession. So what what are some of the highlights? I didn't de- dive as deep into succession. What are some of the mm-hmm. highlights of the succession changes? Like what were some of the overall really cool things for succession that they got? Like what's new in the succession striker? Am I crazy or do the movement skills for succession take you so much further? Yeah, the the wolf's hunger change, it basically changes how the skill is played. I mean, in groups, it's the same, but obviously you're not playing suck striker for groups. But in 1v1, you use that like quick teleport stun as a really like uh, a weird mix up where you're like, oh, I didn't expect that teleport type of thing. But now it's just a full safe ability. You can just use it whenever as just like i'm gonna just i just need to move over here let me do this and just throw it out it being fully protected helps out a lot one of the biggest changes that i'm so happy for oh the uh savage fang change where they removed air smash because uh ever since they added the uh auto discharge on skills where they'd on it basically adds a second hit so what happens is that ability has knockdown and air smash so what happened is you'd use that skill, it would knock down, and then instantly air smash, and then they just instantly send up. So Suck Striker had to resort to using Sweeping Kick, which is like a two-second animation for the knockdown, and it, there's no way to cancel out of in any way. Mm-hmm. So, so you're forced into using that as your only real KD. It does no damage, there's no protection. It's, it's like, it's just, it's you had to use that because there's your only knockdown. So now it brings back savage fang which is very good and it also savage fang pops the crit buff with bloody fang now which means it's going to be it's going to be by far the main cc and because it's so fast even if it doesn't knock down there will be things you can do to recover and go for like a float afterwards if it fails where if you if you if sweeping kick got resisted you just sat there and kept doing sweeping kick as they stood up and killed you <laughs> and there's so like yeah. uh, that the change is gonna be really really nice. That's so, what like my favorite change so overall. So how do how exactly does the new Wolf's Fang work? Wolf's um, Fang pretty much works the same. It, they 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 changed the uh, they changed the Rebomb and they made their bomb a lot better. The one thing they did do for both the Rebomb and that skill though is they made their ranges range better. And more, con- like, they increased the range by probably, like, 10, 15 feet. And they made the Wolf's Explosive Fang, the bomb, way faster. Right. And, like, and like half the cooldown. So now Wolf's Explosive Fangs is, like, is technically an option. It, it could, like, it, it, you could do as, like, a really mix-up in a... You'd be like, whoa, what the heck was that kind of a... They were just, they throw a range stun at you. Because you're not expecting anything range from a striker. Yeah, and they also <laughs> have, like... I, well, it says the effect of reducing the number of hits when immediately activated instead of releasing the spirit has been removed. So does that mean whether you instant cast or you just sit there and charge, it's always the same damage? Yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah, basically, yeah, if, even if you charge, it's the same damage now. And it, uh, I'm not exactly sure, because I don't think, I think they haven't updated all the tooltips yet, because, yeah, like, a lot of the tooltips for, like, like Landbuster and stuff aren't done, and... I don't think I don't think these some of these are done either because it still has like the prey hunt stuff. Yeah, and it's it's kind of strange. But, but... You, and you can also use that weird like S disengage now too after Wolfsing, right? Because I, I know in like the in their little video demo, I don't I don't know. You if could I do tested. that before. Could you go that far? I don't yeah. remember going. That, is it is that not new at all? Maybe it goes a bit farther. They might have increased the distance slightly, but you could always do the back step. 
Right. They might they might have made it like the new grab fail range though. I haven't I haven't played Succession a ton. I've been trying to just like figure out Awakening because the Succession combos are pretty much they don't change a lot. It's just like the only difference is now you have <laughs> you have your knockdown back that you lost a while ago. So <laughs> you could always do a backstep iframe after Wolfsfang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got that it. that was that was one of the main reasons I wanted the crouching wolf stamina reduced, is right. because when you'd use because that it counts like that it's not really crouching wolf it's just like that backstep in general just costs four hundred stamina for on a, a bunch of skills. Yeah. But and yeah, it's just like yeah, you could just you could like spam it. One thing they did technically nerf on succession is wolf fang when you insta cast it, it always had frontal. Even on cooldown. Uh, so okay. you would just sit there and just spam it at people <laughs> to get like debuffs and add-ons on people. Um, how how much more viable is Succession going to be in large scale? If at all. So if you put it in the game now, it would be better, but still worse than Awakening now. Let's put it that way. So Awakening right. is like, it's like you could play it and it it is it can play the game but it's not going to be like wow that's succession or waken striker is really popping off like it's like but like those changes like especially cuz they they added a, like they they did the same rampaging change as well and they buffed leg drop a bit where they made it 100% crit where before i think i think it might have had either at 50 or 0 i think it was 50 oh it's actually it says here yeah it's yeah it's 50 in pvp so yeah, they made it 100 in PvP now, and that'll that'll be increased. And then Rage Hammer, we got a huge buff, and it's honestly, I feel like the damage on that is like bugged because of how high it is. But <laughs> I think it's just because of all the crit rate. Yeah, maybe. What Rage Hammer zero or what? What is the crit on Rage Hammer in PvP? Oh, the, yeah, crit, crit Rage Hammer zero. Right. But with the new discharge. The new discharge you can put it's worth putting that crit add-on on it because you can use it. It's worth using for damage now, where before I just used it as another like add-on applier. And now it has yeah, like that ability when you have like some crit on it, it hits like unbelievably hard. Like it reminds me like how it works. It reminds me. Remember when Suck Valk came out and they would just ground pound and it would just one shot everyone. Yeah, um, divine. It, it reminds me of like that type of damage. Like it does. Right. It's like. What? It's like, what was that? Like, it it doesn't look like much, and you just like get chunked. It's yeah, that like, that skill was it, nuts. It's like that, except it's super armor, <laughs> eight second cooldown. <laughs> so like, it does it. That skill is pretty scary. But then the rest of Succession Strikers, not that scary. The frontal guard though, on the adamantine chain, is something. I don't, but the adamantine chain does doesn't do a ton of damage in PvP. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like the changes are nice. It's just that I just think you to make succession truly like playable and like group stuff would take so much that yeah, I don't like, think what, what, it's realistic. What would, what would you have to do? Because I mean, first, I, I, I think the SA running that Awakening has is like the only reason the class can even like exist right now. Okay, the, like the SA running with e buff is like what makes Striker have like the playmaking like potential. That's like what saves it. It's like it would need it would need that. Which uh, the thing is, if they got something like that in a main hand, it's even better than success than awakening. Because like I was saying earlier, awakening doesn't have that many CCs. Succession or like main hand is a lot. 
Well, actually, I can't. Succession doesn't. Succession loses like five CCs. But <laughs> the, the main hand is still is just. It's a lot better to be in main hand, even in like, just in both specs, because both specs just main hand is stronger than the anything awakening can do. CC wise. Right. And, right. So like adding that would help it a lot and make it and make it would make it have like the same type of like feel where you're like I can I can go for like a play here I have like an opportunity where suck like if you play suck and like RBF and stuff there's never a situation where you're like oh I'm gonna I need to go I can go in here and do something it's always like I have to sit back and grab whoever dives and then do my unprotected combo on them. Well, with Rage Hammer's new damage would you be able to like run into a group and do your little leap Rage Hammer and get some kills and run out you or? Yeah, because because it discharges, it also activates Hadouken. So you could you could buff it up, run in like Roaring Tiger, because Roaring Tiger not Roaring Tiger, Rage. Uh, I can't talk. Rampaging Predator. Okay, they made it flow. Way, they made it. Oh no. They made it. They made it way faster out of dashes in both Awakening and Succession. You could like Roaring Tiger in, and then like Knee Hammer, Rage Hammer on someone, and then like finish off with a Hadouken and back up. And that 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 could technically be possible i don't know if that's enough to actually still kill people now because in that right. situation you don't have the crit buff at all but it, it it is definitely a lot more viable i'll have to see what it actually plays out as because i haven't done a ton of succession stuff yet i've just been trying to figure out combos with the new skills where succession just got kind of like game succession didn't get like a ton of new combos it just got a lot of more damage and like quality of life things yeah so I, just, I haven't put a lot of time into it yet that's the thing that like i it's it's one of the things that a little bit worries me about the recent ranger change where they removed the sa from their new skill and when i look at succession on striker is like both of those classes weaknesses were large scale and the change to ranger losing that sa i feel like weakens their large scale and awakening and then suck like I, I don't know it still just doesn't really seem like you'd ever use this in large scale over awakening even if the awakening changes end up getting nerfed a little bit it's yeah, like, like still I, th way better. I think it's like if it came out now i think it'd be about as good as awakening is right now that's that's or maybe slightly better than awakening is now that's where i'd place it it's just like because i remember i played some node wars of succession and every time i played it i did good but it feels so bad because, like, I remember the first time I was playing it, I'm like, we're, we're, we hit a base, and I was, like, staying on top of a base, just DPSing it with Suck, and then I'm just, like, obviously I'm annihilating the base, because Suck single target. But then, and then we're, like, the next fight, we're going to the next base, and we're, like, alright, guys, we're going to Vertex base, careful, there's a lot of stun traps. I'm, like, alright, that's fine, I'm just gonna, oh, wait, wait, what do I do? Because <laughs> on, when you're playing, like, Awakened Striker, when you hear stun traps, you're, like, okay, I'm gonna spiral jump through them, and they're, like, if I have e-buff, I'm just gonna e-buff and run around and eat all of them. Right. And then when, 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 I'm, when I'm succession, I'm like, what do I do about stun traps? <laughs> I had no idea what to do. And then it's like, and whenever you go for kills, like you have to like, you have to do like a really basic, like two or three hit, like very whatever damage combo and just like re-CC them for someone else. And it just, it, it's just, yeah. it would, I do think now that it has like a protected chain that does, some, it is, it's a frontal guard chain. But it's better than being nothing. That does it does some damage. I don't know if it's gonna do crazy damage. And then the rage hammer, like, it, let's put it, it might be better than it looks on paper. But if nothing compared to 
what these awaken changes are. Let's right. put it that way. Uh, Rez, you you dabbled a little bit in striker. Is there anything about what you saw that kind of makes you want to play striker again? Uh, I don't know, man. They uh, for me to play striker, I would have to redo my whole goddamn build. So yeah. not really super interested in doing that. Like I'll play it for funsies. Like I had one tagged for a while, and I would go in RBF with it, fuck around, grind on the suck version of it. But it's the fact that I like playing Zerker. Zerker is my main, and Zerker can't use evasion. Like I would have to have insane gear for it to be any sort of usefulness. So, yeah, <laughs> which I don't. So it just doesn't jive very well, unfortunately. But with I am the... excited to just kind of mess around with it all. Uh, I've actually, as soon as I saw the striker uh, like rework on Global Labs, I was like, oh shit, I might need to get Global Labs again because that looks fun as fuck. Um, I was I was saying uh I think awakened striker like I think there is a possibility to wear full AP with the change like I do think that now that it has like damage it can do an SA I do think there is a world where you can see like full AP strikers running around and it actually like helps them because right now it's just like every every striker it's like at, at, like there's no striker that's running around with like 305 human damage that's not a or, like you're not going to run anything like that you're not going to run <laughs> Dude, you're not going to run sick. a bunch of accuracy accessories it's not going to help you it's just going to make you die instantly we're like right and you and you don't do a lot of sa damage even with all that but i don't know dude maybe I'll, i i might have to test it Divius. but might... with the changes like there is i definitely think there is a possibility people there could be like dr human damage suck striker or awaken strikers that just like can blow people up because it, it its damage is very high with especially with the rampaging changes i still think obviously being more balanced and having like having that like base tankiness to where you like you counter like a lot of like like just initial damage like like it's kind of like straight damage and then having ap on top of that would be really good right but i do think there's a world where full ap strikers could be killing people or like wiping people all right so let's let's get to some of the negative stuff because there's a lot of questions people have a lot of concerns people have from the non-striker point of view um I'm gonna go through some of these. I might, I might miss some, but hopefully, hopefully, I cover all of them. And I, I kind of want your opinion on them one by one. We're gonna start with the damage. Based on what we saw with striker damage, I think one of the things a lot of people are afraid of is if it were to come to live server as you see it, and this is already kind of a problem for a lot of people on striker is when they fight a striker, they catch the striker. They can't kill the striker, and then the striker gets up, catches them, and deletes them. And this is going to become more true if everything were to come here. So do you think that this damage to, to tankiness ratio is, is in a balanced state? Do you think it's too much damage or not? The, the thing is, in, in those fights, right, it, nothing changes in those fights. The only, diff like, like the only difference in those fights is the spiral and nimbus changes. Well, those fights, if you're grabbed, you're dead anyway. It doesn't matter if you're alive or global up. You're still instantly dead. Well, right, but but what it does enable, if all the damage is higher, is them to take off another thing. Like, for example, they might not have to wear an earring. Now they could throw on Ethereal, mm -hmm. right? The, th the thing is, if you're looking at, like, if you're looking at current classes, yeah, but if you're looking at, like, because, like, when I'm fighting things like Awaken Sage, Corsair, Zerker, Ra like, Ranger, like, all these classes, they kill you no matter what your DP is. 
I could be 510 DP. They could pretty much kill me if they're even geared as me, and they're and they're based around like and they're building as much accuracy as I am evasion, or even or any building any accuracy, while, while being those classes, they'll evaporate me. It doesn't matter if my DP is 500. Can you specify which version of Corsair you're talking about? Succession. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm not able to kill evasion people on Awakening that easy. On Saku, it was no. cake. Not on Awakening, it's kind of tough. Yeah, like th there's like. It's just right now it's weird on live where like, there's like, like there was a time in Node War where I I got CC'd. I was on my striker. I was against Vertex, Black Rose. I got CC'd by like six people. There's six, seven people around me. I live. And then I'm like, okay, I'm tanky as fuck. I'm running around. I'm, I'm owning. And then the next, very next fight, Awakened Sage is on the side, grabs me, three shots me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> just like, it's so like polar and how the damage works in different classes right now because. It basically feels like when you're fighting like a lot of the newer classes that you're fighting like these reworked classes already, and it's just like I think that's what they're gonna end up going towards. To be honest, I think most classes are gonna be like that. I think I'm really scared that I think everyone's just gonna evaporate each other. Right. So what about what about for classes like I know uh, my friend plays Guardians concerned about this. I know a lot of hashes are concerned where they're not getting reworked and they're not quite yeah. what Sage is. Or Nova yeah, power level wise, like yeah, should, that's should what, they th be there are the ones that are gonna. They're the thing. The, I mean, I think they'll probably get like changed after though. Like they're not, they're not part of the initial reworks. But if they see that like those classes are struggling, I'm sure. Right. I think if they've already even said something that they're gonna. They'll look at them after, like see where they fly after all these changes go through. Right. But yeah, like I do think like because Guardian doesn't have a very good combo in general. Like their combo, like they have good like skills and they really, but they just like they're because their speed is just. Like don't like if you're awakening, awakened guardian doesn't have that crazy of a combo. No matter what you do, it's just like, like yeah. no matter what you're gonna do something, you're gonna, then you're gonna re CC with cleansing and then and then shift right click. It's just like it's just where you at some point you you get around to doing that. It's just it's not a ton guard like awakened guardian does in combos. So the the next concern for a lot of people is is the change to so you. You kind of justify the spiral with like in large scale you get CC'd out and it feels bad and especially if you're getting hit by a lot mm. of stuff. In 1v1 a lot of people are, especially if you play a class that doesn't have a grab, is like, dude, like what am I supposed yeah, to do to CC that class with Nimbus gap gone, mm. spiral gap gone? Yeah, what it does in 1v1 is allows Striker to play aggressive, which could be very scary. But like I was, I was playing it. And I was fighting in an awakened DK on Global Lab. And of course, I have like 300 ping, and he—I think he—he might have been lower ping. I'm not sure, but it was so it was hard for me to ever grab him. Mm -hmm. But like, the matchup doesn't. Like, the only difference is now it's, it's now it's basically it just spiral and the Q, and the Nimbus are part of the SA rotation. So it's like instead, but instead when you're fighting class like that without grabs, you'd never you'd almost never go for those because it just. You just get you like that's how I'm gonna get CC'd. I'm not gonna do that. So you just, but now it's so you it makes the fight a lot more aggressive, mm -hmm. which may because like that's what I was saying like the Musa Mewa matchup. It's literally a matchup of patience, where you have to wait till the striker gets bored of standing still, and you have to and you have to not get bored of him standing still before the fight starts. Do you think? But that, now that relationship changes with Musa though. After this, I mean, obviously you get to be aggressive, but is there an opening? Uh, there, there's not an opening. Okay. <clears throat> the the only opening is me f missing my grab. <laughs> and then backstepping, and then backstepping, 
backstepping 15 feet and then desyncing. That's what happened a lot. That's honestly what that grab change does. You still get punished for missing the grab, but you teleport 15 feet back and you desync out of it. Maybe, that's what that's maybe, what that's what's happening a lot. Yeah, maybe someone will convince you guys to uh, start doing that really bad new iframe that doesn't let you move after. Oh yeah, <laughs> start using the landbuster one. <laughs> yeah, just to give us a chance, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I I don't know, like at, at least com not obviously the game's not like an esport and there's not really a competitive scene, but they did talk about adding um one v one, two v two, three v three arenas and the idea of like. Yeah, no, this class literally can go at you and never be CC'd. Is I mean, it reminds the, me of Mystic launch Mystic. The, the problem is though, right? It's like you're. We're also again imagining a world where other classes haven't got their reworks. Right, for sure. And the thing is, like a lot of most of strikers' matchups, especially with those like those classes I was talking about, like fighting Sork. If I have low DP or the Sork is actually able to do chip damage, Sork is the most miserable matchup possible. Like any any class that like can chip you in SA, which is like, that's what Awakened Sage can do, as well as grab. But like, it's like, when I was fighting Awakened Sage before their iframe change, it's like, I was literally, I'm rotating SA because I can't catch up to them. And then like, they're chipping me. And I'm just like, I, at some point, I, it's a, I have to make like a really fast, unprotected play to go for something because I'm going to die. So do you think some of these classes like Sork or whatever will just get enough it, chip damage that it, it won't matter that much that they don't have a grab? It's very, it's very possible. Do you okay? Yeah. So how how do you feel about that that Because I know a lot of Sorks. Uh, my friend Alki complains about this a little bit too. That he doesn't like that Sork got Soul Reaper with Super Armor, and that now it's more of like an SA trade class. Um, I know a lot of people are talk about. Well, they're slowly going back to the old version of the game where everything was protected, and you basically had to rely on grabs. Uh, do you like that matter? Is that the direction you see that they're going, and is that good or bad? I think they're def they're definitely going in more protected, but I do think I don't think it's like terrible. I don't think it's I think the problem with like protected is like there's a lot of classes that already have that, and it feels really bad when you're doing like I it just sucks when you're it's not like you're choosing to use unprotected skills. It's that you're you're forced to use these protected skills that get caught anyways. Like it's just a really frustrating like game style. If it was more like I was like, oh, I'm going for this unprotected CC here. I'm going for this here. It's like, okay. But it's just like, every, like, there's so many classes. Just like, if they're using anything unprotected, it's like a 0.2 second animation or a 0.1 second animation. You don't even see it by the time they've done it. You can't, it's not like something you can punish. Right. And it, it like, and when you have longer animations, it just doesn't make sense for those to not be protected. I do think, like, I do think Spiral is going to be crazy in 1v1. Like, Mm -hmm. and like small scale in general i think spiral is going to be like really annoying to deal with but i do think it also puts it spiral being like that makes striker like playable in groups because you'll actually be able to like go for a cc because right, right now the only cc you can really go for is 50 percent leg and 50 percent leg if you hit a group of people does nothing because it loses all its damage when you 50 percent it <laughs> <laughs> so uh i don't know i'm trying to think like i'm trying to remember back it's funny because now that we went through so many different phases all you can really build off of is your experiences but i maybe i wasn't playing the game long enough but i i started playing it right when dark knight came out so i experienced mm -hmm. the pre-cc changes for a year it was one year mystic came out at the yeah. end of the year that year awakening came out at the beginning of the year 2018 
and then the CC changes happened. But when during that time, like right now, everyone's complaining that everyone's so protected. But at the time, I I don't remember everyone like having an issue with it. Maybe no, maybe they did, but I don't. No, they. I think. No, I I think Sorks did, and every other class didn't because the problem was. <laughs> No, I, yeah. I, I mean, the no, thing is, the sorts wrong. are yeah. like, the... I don't, I, at the time, there was not that many, like, if you're looking at the classes there, like, Musa was just an SA trading god. There is not, mm. like, then, like, Warrior and Valk were lingering SA. Like, they, like, Warrior and Valk were, like, the biggest, like, problems after Mystic and Striker weren't unkillable. Because Mystic and Striker, even when they weren't SA, they were just, you couldn't kill. They, like, when they got that magic DP change, if you were any class that did magic damage, you did zero damage. It was not, you just, you did not do anything. It was so fun. It's, like if, if you were, it's literally like if if you were magic. Now it's like it's like oh if, if it's a magic damage class, I'm a bit tankier. But most of the magic damage classes since that release have had very high accuracy, so it kind of just balances out. Where like they do a lot of damage to me, but I I, I get to bit counter by ma- magic dr and evasion. Um, so like it just it kind of just like Sork is like the one magic class that I there is no form of Sork. That I'm really afraid of, unless it's unless unless I have like unless my DP is really low. Like if my, if my DP is really low, then they just it's it's an impossible fight because they're just SA trained me as I'm it's lingering. But it's just right, right now that that's not a thing. It's not it, it's not like it's not possible right now for that to be a thing. Rez, what what about you? Like it, it, they're going. I mean, clearly they're moving towards more protection. I don't think it'll ever be like what it was, just because. And I know everyone forgets it, but I always use Kuno as the example, but you run through the Kuno skill tree in the old days, every single mm-hmm. skill in the Awaken tree was a protected CC. Yes, that's what, mm-hmm. yeah, like, for example, like, I, I, I remember what it was on Striker. Like, Striker, Wake and Grab, fully protected. Uh, like, Leg Drop, protected knockdown. Spiral, Frontal Guard, knockdown. Infernal, like, Super Armor, bound with a Linger. Like... <laughs> Clones was a, it was like a the, the super armor like stun that like lasted like it it like double stunned you. <laughs> it lasted so long. Like, as ram, the, uh, like everything was crazy. As the resident video boomer, allow me to enlighten all the youngins that may be listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, you did not ask which one of these skills is protected. Uh, you asked uh, what protection are these skills. Right. Because literally 95% of everything was protected, and 95% of everything had CCs. Yeah. So it's just not possible for us to get back there, honestly. Um, like, it may feel that way, uh, but it's it it's not. It, it's not comparable. Like, if you played back then, like, you probably have a better understanding, but even then, you can kind of, like, forget what it was like. Yeah, but, I yeah, I don't know if you remember, but right after CZ changes, people were so unprotected, it was, like, yep. criminal. Yeah, people, was like, it, it, when you went into, like, RBF, it was literally, if you were in range of someone, you were CC'd. And you just, and you just, you, you'd use your, your couple, your essay, your couple essays. Because didn't they have, like, a thing where, like, they are like, each class is going to have three essays or something in Awakening. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they like, said each, like, each class was going to have... Uh, three protections and like, like three CCs or something, because this was before yeah. Succession, right? It was Awakening only, yeah, yeah. so it's like you're gonna have three protections and three CCs, except for Awakening Witch and Wizard, which They're are gonna, gonna be the five, only classes in the four. game that are going yeah. to have 
an extra skill that is both uh, protected and CCs because yeah. they're slow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy times. <laughs> but it's it's yep. never getting back something like that. But. So do you, do you prefer? I mean, obviously you have a grab. So I think it's like all the people that don't have a grab are a little bit worried about the SA thing. Um, do you think that that's a problem, or do you think there's an issue with grabs in general? What what are your opinions think, on grabs in the game currently? I mean, I think I think cooldowns on grabs are too low. I obviously I don't think Zerker should have four grabs because it makes like there's no downtime. There's no, I, th I think that I think I th I think like, honestly I don't like having I don't think Striker having two is good or Ninja having two is good either. I think I think grabs should be a thing where like I think they should be like 10, 12 second cooldowns at least. Like I think yeah I think like twelve seconds should be like a good time. I think like Striker seven second cooldown with a four second hold is pretty dumb because it means if you you can like Strikers can basically grab you. Stiffen you and grab you again. That's just a normal thing. Like they can just do that without any down smash. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually they nerf striker succession with the change to crouching wolf. Now you have twenty percent attack speed. It means your grab will be too fast and you can't double grab someone off no nothing anymore. <laughs> no, but it's like, like jokes aside. It's like I think all grabs should be like twelve seconds. I think any fast grabs, like ones like Warrior, where they just instantly drop you, should be unprotected. Like, mm. honestly, I'm surprised Mystics is protected, because it was like, for the longest time, they've added it back now to more grabs, but for a long time, the only classes that protected grabs were Zerker, Striker, and Mystic. Mm -hmm. And Mystic grab was like the only fast grab that was protected. Every other class, like Zerker and Striker, like if you made those grabs that are holding you unprotected, it would be like so, it would be like so bad. It would only be it'd be a one v one only tool, and it would get you killed in every other situation. But so I feel like those had to be protected or reworked to be a fast grab. And then, but I do think like just grab cooldowns should be increased, and classes shouldn't have more than one at a time. To be honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for me, that that's my biggest thing is cooldowns. I mean, I I'm probably gonna be more harsh than most people that enjoy it. And range grab shouldn't exist. Uh, range grab shouldn't exist, or should be an extreme <laughs> cooldown. I think, like, I, I went that through that should this. be like thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It, it it's it's just crazy. Because like when you're fighting like a lawn or awakened sage, it's just like I don't think people realize how much. I mean, Lon is the worst, obviously, because of how easy it is to hit land as well. But just, like, I don't think people realize how much pressure that you put on someone. Like, when I'm fighting, when there's a Lon or a Sage around, I'm just like, if they're within 20 feet of me, I'm thinking, iframe, 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 I have to use it. And just, like, and that's every time when they're close to you. They don't have to... It's not like melee grabs, where it's like, they have to dash up to you and be like, oh, he's gonna go for the grab here. It's like they just—they're just playing their neutral, and they're close to me using their melee skills. I have to think, oh, they could grab me here, and it just—it puts—it's so much pressure in matchups. Unless if your class isn't like either extremely fast or iframe oriented, that it's just—it's so hard to deal with, and it's just with them only being like twelve second cooldowns as well. It's just you just you like they—they they throw it out, and you're like, I have to pressure this now. I have to go all in now. I have, I have to, and then you just. It runs out pretty fast, and then they go for it again. Um, and also, yeah, long grab speed is. Do you, crazy do you think overall speed. damage 
in the game is too high. Like it's power oh. crept up too much. Oh, it's it's crazy right now. Like damage in general is insane, and it's and with these like it depends. Are, if you're looking at like are you because current damage right now on live I think is too high, not including those outlier classes. I think the damage is cr- high, and then they add. Like all with all these classic game damage buffs, everyone's gonna be killing in two or three hits. Mm-hmm. While protected, like you're just gonna you're just gonna be killed in SA. Do you think which they have gonna, plans which, to add anything in the future? Like, do you think? I think instead of nerfing damage, they're gonna yeah they're gonna do all these reworks and they're gonna buff everyone's DP. That's that's likely what will happen because it's always been like a cycle. The only difference is the last cycle was short because of the they did the add-on changes so fast. Because like mm-hmm. so what happened? Successions came out right. Successions. Broke the game with damage. Everyone was an assassin. Everyone killed each other instantly. They ended up nerfing successions down, buffing the other classes, bringing up awakenings, and then and then like okay, damage is still high. All right, ten new DP brackets. So now those people with those ten new DP brackets, they were quite tanky again. So then it became more of like a def- like defensive, like you could survive stuff meta. And then the week after, they added skill the new skill add-ons, and then it then it went farther back than those. 10 brackets whatever add and that's kind of where we've been but then they add it then the recent classes are just like they're, they're that plus like they have way higher damage and accuracy and i think that's where we're going to end up going is more damage more accuracy and then they'll relook at it later maybe they're prepping us for fallen god armor maybe that's why they're increasing the damage so high because they know internally people are going to be really tanky i might that might be a stretch but no, dude, they're they're gonna finally listen to Frosty from uh, probably two years ago now and add pants to the game. <laughs> had new had new armor slot. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we so we talked about that as a solution years ago. I don't even know how long ago now. And uh, we were talking about what they should add, and the answer is obvious: it's pants. No one has pants in this game. True. We have um... armor. We have boots. We don't have pants. We do need pants. The problem is, is if they give us... <laughs> the, I mean, pants would be kind of cool. Add a little bit of DP. The problem is they'd probably also give us AP variant of pants. And everyone would run the AP pants. Pants that give you damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll give us some crazy tankiness with the uh, cups for the earrings. And, like, Fallen God could help, but it's still, like... What, when you get the whole thing, you get, what, 6 Evasion, 4 DR, if you get it to Tet? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's... I mean, I mean, it adds up when you, if you had all of Tet Fallen God, but the thing is, I don't think they're trying, I think they're, like, it is a lot easier to balance for gear when people aren't tanky. Gear, uh, tankiness is a uh, geared, it, it relies on you being geared. There's never been a point in the game where someone's been, like, 500 gear score and just tanky unless they were full dp in which case they did zero damage yeah so there's never been a point where you can do damage and be tanky if you were low geared um i don't know like i I also wonder if they plan to add new accessories like with the calpheon elvia or the new winter area um yeah I don't know. And then there's also this balance. I mean, for me, I know from a striker's point of view, you still feel like you die fast, but striker dies a lot less fast than a lot of other classes. And the idea of like everyone being, I don't know, anywhere from 5 to 20% tankier just means striker's going to become more unkillable, but still do high damage. I don't know. It's like kind of scary in that mm-hmm. regard, too, because they don't. Yeah. 
really have a because yeah, it, it favors it favors the tankier classes for sure. Well, like it, it it brings like it brings warrior and Valk up a ton too. Valks are already so tanky. Like <laughs> I there most if you're a Valk above like six seventy, if you're if you have any form of like like if any of that six seventy is towards your DP, I can't kill you at like three hundred AP as Waken Striker. It's not possible right now. <laughs> It's just it, they're so tanky. Yeah, it's really it's hard. Like, and then like warriors can the the main thing with warriors they they uh their buffs drop off a lot faster, so they get squishier faster. Do you think I I wanted to ask you about the the magic DP stuff? So do you think that the magic classes magic DP or the damage ratio for them against striker mystic and for in some cases Valk warrior is too low? Like the, think- those should be closer. The only classes I feel like do not enough damage to me, it would it has to be Sork, Suck, Wizard, and Witch, and like Hash. Mm-hmm. Though like those are the, those are the classes that like I'm um, like I'm never really worried. Like the only times like the only times that they do any damage is with E buff. If they don't have E buff, I don't worry about them at all. Like it's just like that's like because all three of those classes get accuracy in their E buffs. But the, like their accuracy is low, their damage is not crazy. It's well, Succession Wizard used to like two shot me, but it, it does not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, like Awaken Wizard still has good damage because they and they have very high accuracy on their skills. But yeah, like the other magic class, like DK, like as much as DKs wouldn't like to believe it, DK does a lot of damage to Striker and Mystic still. But it's still it's like, a- with DK, it's like suck, kind of. I, does Awaken? I don't know if Awakening really does. Awakening definitely d- does good damage. I, 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 I think Succession does a bit more, but Awakening definitely does it. And when, and if they, if either of those, like, it's like, cause for, with a Hash and Sork, it's like when they pop E-Buff, they do good damage. For me, it's like DK does like that damage normally and then when they e-buff they one-shot me right <laughs> like, <laughs> like like dks do a lot yeah i don't know I, like I it's guess it's, just, it's a hard matchup because they have no grab guess i'm just picturing and, in the combo yeah. like because enforcement and succession is so cracked and kind of makes up for that but um yeah, it's just the, i don't know to, I, I mean, see the DKs they do like where they I don't know what it, what skills are but they uh like they do like a bunch of buffs and debuffs and then they re CC and then they they they're in, then they swap back to awakening and they do like the little they they back jump and then do a bunch of like explosions on me <laughs> that that does a lot of damage I'm yeah. not like it's not it's not like it's crazy because I I know DKs like on, on other people like evaporate them obviously it's lower than that like they're not just like evaporating my block all the time. But if they're even geared to me, they're doing a lot of damage to me. Like if I fight like multi, he can, like multi can one combo me, no problem. Can he? Without e buff. I'd yes. have to see that. Multi thinks he doesn't do damage to any class, so I don't know. He's not gonna chip me, which means the matchup's hard. Yeah. That's the thing is like, you can, like he's not gonna just throw out random damage skills and chip me, which makes the makes it not fun. But if he does get like the, the, a catch that he can combo off of, he can kill me in a combo. Um, I don't know, Rose. Do you do you have any uh before we move off of like kind of class balance and stuff? Oh, what what are uh what are your opinions, Divius, on the on the Ranger and the Warrior reworks so far? Uh, I don't really have a lot of ex- 
experience with the Awaken Ranger. Suck Ranger. I mean, I only I didn't do anything last week, so I've kind of just been running at Suck Rangers and using the double rampaging and just killing them with that. And it's <laughs> it feels not very fair anymore. Suck Ranger used to be honestly like I'm live. Suck Ranger is really annoying for Striker if it's unless it's like an open unless it's unless it's like a closed in area like an open field can catching up to the Ranger just kiting forever is really annoying. It's not like it's in their favor like because Suck Ranger is just not very good one v one, but like it takes so long to finally get to them. It's really annoying. Uh, I'm I'm sure like I was looking at the changes for Ranger Suck just Suck specifically and they look like they're gonna just annihilate like their groups of people with those with like the damage split changes and the tearing arrow changes like uh, they look really scary it then, it feels really i was testing it today dude suck ranger damage is so insane oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's so nuts dude i mean even awaken then, ranger is, is pretty mm-hmm. nuts but like i was saying the issue with the awaken ranger is them removing that sa just makes it tough i don't know um yeah, I don't know. Uh, what about Warrior? Warrior, Suck Warrior. It's really weird, right? Because Suck Warrior's problem, like Suck Warrior is one of the few classes in the game. I think their their straight up problem was accuracy. Their mm-hmm. accuracy on all their main stuff, except for I think the Shield Strike, is very low. Like they have like zero to ten percent on most skills. Right. And Warrior had like twenty five percent in Awakening. So like Warrior Awakening had good accuracy. It's just Warrior Awakening damage wasn't very high, where it was, or like a suck was the opposite. Suck Warrior had good damage, but had very bad accuracy. I was surprised that they didn't give an evasion debuff. They and did. An so they did, they did I saw they. Yeah. yeah, they did. They added it this week, but still, like Scars is still zero percent accuracy, and they have no accuracy buff apart from their e buff. And then, yeah, like Awakening. Like, I, I do think I think Suck Warrior is really cool, though. I think seeing people good at Suck Warrior, it's like. It's so cool because there's so few of them, <laughs> but it's such like a cool looking class. Uh, and it's just I don't know. I, I like I like Suck Warrior a lot. So, I think it's cool now. I I don't know. Like the animations looked so lame to me before, but they like spiced them up a lot. So they look. Mm-hmm. I think they look really cool now. But and then Awaken Warrior, just like Awaken Warrior is like it seems so so strong now. <laughs> yeah. Like the the matchup doesn't change a lot. But it's just like it it is very it is very scary. <laughs> like the like when like they're rec like reckless now is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. That, and like in the new pulverize as well. Um, Res, did you want to ask anything before we talk about non uh, class stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask the question that we've been asking both okay. ourselves and last week flannels and uh, and uh, biceptimus. <clears throat> what do you think, Divios, of all the classes that are being reworked? What do you think ha- has the highest potential or is the most likely, however you want to phrase it, to become like overpowered as fuck, like the new busted class? Zerker, like Zerker, Sork. I think are going to be this. Those are the ones that scare me the most. Because so, the thing is, Sork, like, it's just like I was saying like earlier with like the matchup one v one. All Sork needs to do is to 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 be scary for me is like if they did if they did damage to me in SA, or if they if they have any form of like quick damage, it's going to be a nightmare. 
and yeah. Zerker, like, <laughs> like with how strong Seismic is, like, <laughs> like give it, like letting Zerkers do anything on top of that is just is going to be crazy. <laughs> like, like, it's actually, oh man, it's Zerker's going to be insane. I can't. I I think. Uh, I hope they at least like tone down Q buff if they're going to do all that other because I do, I do think like. Q buff is dumb, but everything else like it, the class is Q buff seismic, the game, and then grabs yeah. like, like it, it is it is pretty linear, but it is it, it's it's so strong like it's a very strong way to be linear, <laughs> like it's like there's there's not really a lot of like countering either of those things. Right. So I think I said I think I said ninja, Frosty. What did you say again? I forget every week. But probably <laughs> I, I don't remember now. Sork. I, I could yeah. honestly easily see them accidentally making Kuno insane, although I, I can't really see it for large scale. Uh Nayashi thinks it's gonna be Warrior. Which There's is kinda no cheating. Because now, now we that, already had Warrior out whenever he said that. Yeah, but now that we've seen them all, I feel like there's no way. I, I still don't think Warrior is gonna be even close to meta in large scale. Even with the changes. No. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I was scared to suck Ranger too, but like, and then I mean, honestly, I still am scared to suck Ranger because those changes, like, I'm scared to suck. <laughs> suck Ranger. suck Ranger's up. damage is, it's already like, so like oppressive. Yeah, people like, are sleeping <laughs> on it. I mean, the split damage got reduced. They have a new crit buff. Um, mm -hmm. the elemental strike damage got increased. The damage on a lot of their skills is just up. Tearing arrow has down attack. Blasting gust. Uh, Prime Blasting yeah. Ghost now is down attack. Like, it's... I, I think it's going to be crazy. I, I honestly think that, that they're really, really scary. The thing is with Ranger, though, based on what they've changed, is they'll still need to play around a group. So it revolves on the core of your guild being relatively strong. So that way you can get, like, even your if, full Even damage if they're not out, strong, you know? just having bodies in front of you means it's hard for people to get to you. But obviously, if, right. if your group's getting... Run, like, as long, it's not even like your group has to be strong. It's just you need to... You do need other people around to like frontline or or go get in the fight while you're shooting everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't. Know. I also am scared of what they could do to casters. That, that's we've already <laughs> been there before, but I think that's yeah. more of like a because we've been there. So it's like yeah, <laughs> we've been there like three times. I, I actually <laughs> think it's because like they got so much flack. For letting Suck Wiz sit on top for so long, I think it's because of that that they're gonna make sure that mages don't become like super like oppressive. At least not more than they already are. Yes. Yeah. All Hopefully. the like range, like the like the the range damage just becoming crazy is like like Archer could be really scary. Like if Archer, like imagine Archer doing like Suck Ranger damage, like just. <laughs> Like, or any, or that's even if it, want, obviously, obviously, it should, obviously it shouldn't be that high because of how much movement they have. You know, that's what they want. And like, even if it was close, it would be so hard to deal with because catching Archer mm -hmm. is not fun. <laughs> like, if your class doesn't do like damage in SA, it is really hard to like get on an Archer and and deal with them. Their main, their whole downside is that they, it's like they're very protected and very like. Like evasive, not like not like speed wise, but like they're evasive and hard to like. It's hard to keep up with them with the, when they're doing their little hops all the way around. Yeah. Unless unless you're a very specific type of class. 
Yeah, Ra Rangers stayed a little bit under the radar because somehow the Ranger community has convinced everyone that everything they got was a nerf. But <laughs> the but separately from which one you think will be the most strong, which one do you think will cause the most people to complain about how strong it looks? Because right now, Striker I think is in the lead. It's I, I think it's going to be Striker or Sork. Like you I think I think okay. I'm, I think I think it's going to be Striker or Mystic. Striker, Mystic, Sork, dude. People. Like, like people are like any people just hate people surviving in this game in general. So when a class is either I frame around you nonstop and can't be hit, or if you combo them and they don't die, people hate that more than anything else in this entire game. I guess I can say that confidently as a deep as someone that played DP builds for like three years. Anytime they can't kill you, they're just they're so mad. They're like, why can't I kill him? That's not fair. <laughs> Even if he's wearing 120 AP and he can't do anything to you, the people are still going to be upset about not being able to kill someone. Um, do you, which has someone's at Grass Gracchus is bringing up a good point, and Rezar, same question goes for you. Which rework do you think overall is going to be the worst? Like where they get it, and it's like, dude, this didn't do anything. I mean, I do think like Suck Striker could be on that list. But like it's it has to be it has to be like a class like it's already like it needs so much like it just if you think of classes that needs like a ton of changes to, like not something like, any class that just needs something simple will probably get it but any class that needs like actual like mechanical changes unless it's unless it's like the only thing the only spec on that class people play I don't think it's gonna happen like Musa and Maywa could be end up being the worst after reworks too. If they like that, that is very possible. Yeah, I think because if they don't make like mechanical changes to chase and how slows work, like it doesn't ma it doesn't matter if they do a they a billion damage, they one shot you with stub arrow. If you get within twenty feet of them, they just get they get slowed and die. I think the the biggest loser, how I would phrase it, in terms of the the class that's going to get the least changes. Could very well, I could see being uh, Succession Sork. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely suck. That they're definitely could... doing less broad changes for successions in general. That one yeah, could also and that's just be nuts. like like <laughs> I, I like honestly, when I think of bad, I think I think it's gonna be like suck Musa after the changes because every yeah, class is gonna have that kind of accuracy, Musa, yeah. except and then, yeah. I don't know. I, I just think suck Sork is like. <sighs> I don't know if it's that Suck Sork is necessarily bad. I think it's just that Awakening is so much better. But I think that... Succession is better at throwing gear. But Awakening is just is so much anymore? safer. I, I don't think a Suck when, is better uh, at that anymore. When I, when I watched, like, uh, I, like, like Liquid from, in Cho, like Crown Chest or whatever, he, yeah. he, plays, he played Suck Sork for a long time. I haven't seen him recently, like, so maybe things... I don't think things have changed that much, but... Like it was like it's not it's not an easy fight, but like because it's, they can they can actually they can like suck Sork, can chip me in SA, even with yeah. like, with with when it's similar similar gear like that that's the thing like chipping in SA means like it's like they are way easier to catch. Don't get me wrong, like way, Succession Sork is way easier to catch, but I also had to play way more aggressive and unprotected because of just how much damage they were doing. So if yeah, they if they increase sure. that damage further, it could it could be very scary. Yeah, that's what I, I think. I mean, suck might not like I'm kind of with you, Rez. Like, but like halfway, like I'm like one foot in, one foot out. I feel like suck sword could either end up being 
Like, wow, they changed nothing, or what the hell did they just do to this class? Like, really easily? Yeah, it's, it's like definitely just volatile. Damage. <laughs> it's just it's very volatile. Hopefully they do some, like, I don't know. I, I, I also we'll think, see. like, I don't. Th I think Suckzerker's on that list, too. Yeah, Suckzerker's Because I, th I think, I think the, prob the problem with Suckzerker is that Awakened Zerker is so good. No. That, that's a that no the, no that <laughs> no. no the no the problem is they can't do any like general class changes because of how strong awakening is because I think if you Sugzerker should be like a I think it should be like a drain tank where it heals off it's nonstop swinging it's in the fray it's CCing every like gain big CCs I think that'd be awesome and that that would honestly be like my ideal class at that point but it's just it because of how you couldn't make Zerker tanky because of how ridiculous awakening is. If awaken, imagine if awakening Zerker was all of a sudden tanky, like even just like tankier, like a Valk or something, or if it, I mean, or in could, a crazy world, can, as tanky as like a striker or mystic. They can make just succession tankier. I mean, they already do that. They, you literally get 500 extra HP just for being succession They'd Zerker have, over. Yeah, the, awakening. that's what I'm saying. That it would have to be like the passive would have to be like the succession passive would need to be like you get 100 DR, all your abilities heal, and <laughs> you can you get yeah. 2,000 HP and. Like, I just it, feel like it, it have to know. be like a crazy change. Sugzerger is so much fun, but I feel like it's almost like a weird design flaw thing with that fucking yeah. class because it has it yeah. has like such little quick damage. It's only like fast mm. damage would be like your ancient wave, which does not actually do very much damage. Honestly, succession people, I'm talking about succession, not awakening, because I know people are gonna be like, he thinks the way he doesn't do damage. Succession ancient wave does not do the very much damage. Um, and then it's like after you do that, like what are you supposed to do? If you have e buff, you can swipe, which is like pretty good, but you'll just die, and yeah. then uh, or you can spin. Which you'll just die. So it's like, what are you supposed yeah, especially, to Especially, like, just think about, like, that's the thing is also, I'm trying to think ahead. Like, I actually, the more I think about it, I think Slugs are going to be even worse. Because <laughs> if they're not making them tankier in a world where everyone's doing double the damage, <laughs> like, like, a Zerker is not even, like, it's going to do, like, two swings and die. Even if those swings get yeah. a kill or two. <laughs> Slugs Zerker could very, I could, I could honestly see being the biggest loser, honestly. Um, but I hope not. <laughs> Yeah. I I want to will that out of existence, please. Like I could definitely see a situation where Awakening gets crazy good changes and Succession gets like a bit more damage, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, oh, there sure. you go. That's like, it's we, done. Oh, we we increase the movement speed while you're spinning. There you go. It's like, <laughs> uh, well, uh, hmm. yeah, like, uh, it's. I think Sucksucker is a very strange class. No, definitely, it's it's weird. I, and permanently in the shadow of its awakening counterpart. <laughs> I know it's not that relevant, but in this demo video, like we've all, a lot of people are like, dude, what the hell? I want that mini map, which I do. But now I also am like, why is their martial shard thing so tiny? Wait, I didn't even see this. Their whole interface is tiny. Like, like they're playing on like 8K resolution or something. Like, look how tiny their martial shard interface is and their cooldown UI. <laughs> they they do have it really low small, <laughs> so but I didn't even see it in the video until you just said that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I Divios, where how how good is Kuno right now? I don't, I couldn't tell you. I haven't <laughs> seen one in months. <laughs> dude, I'm like I'm over here like listening to Restart talk about Sugzerker's damage, and I'm like, dude, or like quick damage or whatever. I'm like, I just wish that Kuno spin did. Like half the yeah. damage that Zerker's spin does, I'd That's be what, so happy. So like, 
yeah, Awaken Kuno, I'm never afraid of. Suck Kuno can be scary, mainly in like one v ones and like small, like very small fights like that. You're right. I do think, I do think it's like when like when I think of Suck Kuno, I think of it like it's like a squishy but way faster Suck Striker, where it's like it's quite it's not it's not very protected, and but it does a, a crazy it does a lot of damage if it can get it the skills off. Uh, it's yeah. like you know, it's. Like I, but I, I don't know. I haven't. I like, don't see Kunos anymore. Like that. That is the class I see the least of any class in the game by far. Less than Musa and Mewa? Oh, for sure. Not even close. Where are you hanging out, man? There was five Musas in my RBF last night. <laughs> oh no, dude. And yeah, then, dude and then, the the Musas are out, bro. That's what I've been saying for a couple weeks now. And then there, and then there was Mewas in every AOA I've done in the last like two months. I don't know why, but they're always there. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they they all come back to the game just for those tournaments, and then they go back to like yeah. playing fucking WoW or whatever they're doing. That that was one of the funny interview when they interviewed the the EU Mewa. They were like, I, I don't know, I like quit the game and came back to do the tournament, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm oh, poor. I dude, I can't wait. So overall, like, would you say that people should be I'm asking this to both of you. We'll start with Divios, but do you think people should be excited or dreading the reworks? Because I, I see a lot of negative, but for me, and I, you know, it just evolves into I'm just a white knight, but I, I'm excited well, you are, for but... that first, like, that month when everything comes out at once and everyone's kind of like discovering their class. I think it's going to be yeah. super fun. No, it's, I don't think there's any downside to making classes feel better and have more fun. Like, there's no, there's no downside to that. The only the 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 only downside is if your class gets a like doesn't get good good enough ones. That's that's on, that's the only downside. Yeah. Like if if you if your class gets like like for example like because I really like suck striker but like for suck striker changes I really like I don't know when I'm even gonna be able to like play it at all because like the only right now I only play it when I can't kill people with awakening anymore and awakening will I'm not I don't think I'm gonna have that problem let's put it that way <laughs> so. I just like I don't see a situation where I'm like I should play Succession here. It's always gonna be like I can play Succession if I want, I guess. But it's just worse. Yeah. 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 Like, that... Everyone. Every, that's that's probably what everyone's afraid of. Everyone's just afraid of like, what if my class does gets the worst one or one of the bad ones? I... Right. Because there's always gonna be a winner or loser in with class balance. I originally was afraid that they were only reworking Awakening. And I was like, dude, there's gonna be a lot of succession just completely it's, left out. Succession to be worthless, yeah. But but like, what about you, yeah, Russ? Overall, so far. No, I'm I'm really hopeful, man. I uh, I think they did a really good job with the warrior uh, reworks. I I can't really say much for Ranger, but Flannels was really happy about it, so I'm I will take him at his word, considering he's Flannels. And I think that they did a really good job with Striker, at least in Awakening. I still think that the uh, the succession changes are neat. Definitely not as good as Awakening, but uh, you know, so I'm pretty I'm pretty hopeful. Yeah, it's just that super armor on Awakening. Uh, hopefully, they revert that. I I think it should have super armor on that new skill. I don't know why, but that really I don't even play Ranger, but that really like bothers me because it was the <laughs> one thing that was like that's sick. They're gonna have like a nice yeah, that, quick super armor skill that does good damage. That and was then like they just took it. Yeah, because that's the thing with Awaken Ranger. Like it was like I don't know. You might have noticed it in the tournament, but basically whenever we were one v two against Flannels, my whole, our whole strat was basically whenever we were against Flannels, just kill his teammate, 
and then let let one of us one v one them while the other person just plays basically goalkeeper and just stops them if they if they ever get CC just stops them from doing anything. Right. That was like the whole strat. It was just we're gonna like <laughs> don't we won't the guy on the ground won't v the guy on the ground won't worry about it. He's just, the other guy's just gonna sit there and try to peel and unless flannels double CCs us with grab or like something like that at the same time will be fine because Ranger Awaken Ranger like there's never there's never a situation where I'm worried about Awaken Ranger comboing me with a teammate around. It's not it's not gonna happen. What did 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 uh and then Vert got CC'd by regen, right? Well the problem was Vert wasted his V when he got grabbed. Like I, I was up and I was fine and he got grabbed and he just instantly V'd out of like instinct. And yeah. then and then after yeah I got CC'd and then he he came in and got regened. But what, like what sh at, at worst what should have happened there? Like even worst case we should have just both V'd there. But I also but he uh, he also he knows he went to like the wrong side there. It's just like did you scream at but, him? Were you pissed? Huh? No, I just like I just said after you should have saved his V. That's all. That's all. Were you like you're lucky then, this isn't my smite team or you'd be dead right now? <laughs> no, I just it was like he'd be kicked I, off I, the team, dude. I, I was just like upset. I had a one v one ranger with with AOA HP things. I was, I was I was like I'm just gonna lose to HP and so and then uh, and like I forgot clones do like half of everyone's health instantly. So I was good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about some of this stuff. Uh, before we talk about the change for Spirit of Battle, uh, Davios, can you, can you kind of give your feeling? Cause you have a different perspective. You're, you've basically always been in like a top one to five siege guild and now you're, you're hanging out in Cho. What, what are your feelings on Spirit of Battle in the state before this last week? I think just, I mean, I, I feel it with like e-buffs as well, like with, Sucks Age ebuff, Nova ebuff, Guardian ebuff started with Guardian. Just like giving classes just full SA for any amount of time is extremely strong. And giving it to an entire guild for 30 seconds, that alone is a game changer that makes you win the fight. But then they also add 200 DP, which is more than a tough Whaleton elixir, a lot more, almost double. And as well as more healing, <laughs> it's just like you just can't fight it. Like at all, no matter what your guild is, no matter who how they are, you cannot win that fight. Yeah. If they're running into your guild when you have flame towers, you run into your base with flame towers up. You you don't fight that in your base with flame towers up, CCing them because flame towers at least can still CC them when they have it. But right. you still lose the fight in your base with flame towers. You have to like if they pop that buff and run in your base, you run out of your base and wait for it to drop off. That's that's how the matchup works. And you you maybe drop some slows if you can or walls, like like. <laughs> You you cannot fight it no matter what. If in I think on cap stuff it's not as bad because on cap stuff it's just it's the HP and the SA. Right. And you can you can still kill them. But like on my striker, when I was fighting someone with spirit battle, my striker, I'm like, what do I do? I can't, I don't do any damage. I I barely kill them without the 200 DR. And I can't I I do all the damage like in combos, not standing up. I literally just I just have to sprint it away. I can't do anything. I can hold them and get one person. Like to get CC'd for a couple seconds. As soon as he hits the ground, he'll stand up though. Like, and I mean, yeah. I didn't, I haven't got the perspective of using it very often. The only perspective I have is like the first day it came out, I got it against Digital, and I got grabbed by the by Scales, the DP striker, in a, in the middle of a ball, and I and I, I and I didn't take any damage, and then I stood up and rifted out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, I um. I, so for me, I do like the idea 
of giving like a weaker guild something to feel like they could fight back a couple times during war instead of just they get stomped and then yeah. the war's over over and over and over again just because i mean as you know like back in snake days the, the amount of times you end up in a 1v1 with a smaller guild and they just don't show up it's like well fuck um but this i i hate this buff so much so <laughs> the changes yeah. the changes to this buff are as follows so they changed the cooldown to spirit of battle from five minutes to 15 minutes which i think is huge whereas like we talked about that um yep. 15 minutes was kind of like the minimum i think of what we wanted like even higher to me would be fine but 15 is is nice yeah um they did make it a little bit easier to um maintain the spirit of battle percentage by making it so when you kill an enemy it's, you don't lose two you only lose one it's actually a lot harder to get it now right but it's still a lot yeah, harder well. to get it now because um they made it so the so you only accumulate percentage if you die near the fortress or the base but which, you lose it with kills anywhere and you lose it with kills anywhere and then you also only receive the buff when they when your gm or assistant or whatever pops the buff if you're near the base so mm -hmm. it's a lot better and it's more of a defensive measure uh, which i think is what it should have been because right. it's like because what it does right when it when you were doing like 1v2s which is like most no like no wars i've done it's 1v2 1v3 all it turns into is every guild just respawn presses respawn runs into your base hits your structures respawn and then whenever they have sob they just one guild will run in with sob the other two just run in and die and then and then you have, and like I was saying earlier, you have to leave your base because you still lose, even if it's like the only like there was very few guilds. I think there was like like maybe two or three guilds that we fought, and and like we fought like twenty, thirty different guilds. There's maybe two or three that we could just kill them even during their buff. And if you're not Cho Nation, you're not killing them either. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's it's incredibly strong and. When they're getting rotated on you and people just running in and killing your structures, there's nothing you can do. Like it's just every five minutes you're losing twenty five percent of your base. That's just how it is. Do we know? Yeah. Has anyone tested how far the radius is? People are saying like a hundred feet or less. Really? That's not very yeah, like far. In game huh? distance. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see how far. I mean, a hundred distance is pretty far. In is all it, honesty. Let me see. Let me see. Cause like if you're, remember if your horse whistle. It's far. It's far if you're turtling. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think it's fair on, on defense because there's. We, I don't think anyone's having a problem with people on defense getting spawn killed, respawning, and making a play. That's not the problem. The people had, people's problem with it was that people just run in and die and lose the fight, just so they could, just so they could like kill you they could just like oh it's fine next fight we'll wait we'll get a good fight because we have this buff yep so yeah like the buff yeah, like yeah, 100 we... 100 feet is about what it's, it's from like the stable keeper to like like that you know like the crossroad so you go up uh, i'm trying to think so uh, I, I, i'm i'm looking at it like it. so if you look at the here let me do like the storage keeper oh, i'm watching you yeah so the storage keeper Basically, from the storage keeper in Velia to right before the Velia hotspot is a hundred. Yeah, which and is like it's a it's an okay. And you think it's in a circle, so that's like it's a solid range. But what's the you're flag not making... distance? What's the minimum distance you could place a flag from a base? Forget. Do you know, uh, Rose? I think a hundred. Uh, 
Is it a hundred? Like okay, so like then 100. to me, that's that's fine because normally yeah. you're gonna place a flag just outside that range. So if they're gonna go attack the flag, they get zero percent. The only way they'd be gaining percentage would be if they're just full on defending and like fighting outside yeah. or around their base. But even if they decide to go move on the flag, you which nowadays flags are a lot tankier, so you can't really just send one person. Um, they're gonna not gain any percentage for those deaths. Like that was one of the issues we were having with when fighting like weaker guilds that just full turtled is like they get to just spirit of battle run our flag down over and over again and it's like yikes i don't know it just sucks <laughs> um yeah. but the thing is that really bothered me about the buff more so than like the weak guilds because I, I get it like if you're lesser strength it's you know being able to push someone off and, and it has resulted in um it, it's like a uh a thing you just have to like accept mentally is like they're gonna spirit of battle and push you off and if you don't let that frustrate you you do get better fights like there's definitely guilds that we normally would have won in like 15 to 20 minutes that now we're getting 45 minute fights because of spirit of battle so that part's actually really cool but the problem is the fight gets like changed completely because you have the entire fight is about like dealing with that buff whether yeah. it be getting the buff yourself or stopping them from getting the buff and, and so just, there's a lot of situations you're just running in and dying just to either reset fear. their buff or... That fear of like, well, they could get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, careful, we can't full engage now because they might pop it. We can't full engage, they might pop it. Like that whole, like just the fear of it mm. being up. Um, but the thing that really bothered me about it was equal guilds or stronger guilds using it on each other is insane to me. Like the, yeah. the other day we had a 3v3 where we're fighting digital for 95% of it in a 1v1 and we're on offense at their base and we're dying like I, I guess katie was like worse or whatever so we're slowly gaining spirit of battle and at the 30 minute mark we just get to go kill turtle which doesn't make any sense yep. that apoc would have spirit of battle against turtle like actually makes zero <laughs> sense in the whole world <laughs> yeah. that this poor smaller guild that's building up and in node war scene it's really cool that they're getting stronger is mm -hmm. just like oh by the way this other guild that would beat you anyway now is unkillable like we were, we were fighting Crawling Chaos and Turtle, right? And so basically how that fight used to go, right? Before Spirit of Battle is we'd just be, we, we pressure a base and we, and we have like part, we have part of our group defending like against the other, against the other one. And that, and that was like, okay. But now with the Spirit of Battle, we had to keep repairing and saving our base, stopping cannons every time or they just kill us. And then, but, but what we had to do with that fight is we had to all run into inside Crawling's base and just die and then respawn and die in our base and then and then once we did that we had spirit of battle and then we recovered a bit and then turtle full base full hp everything we summon on them kill their base from full in like 30 seconds <laughs> dude uh, yeah so uh, another one too we had <laughs> we had freaking vertex spirit of battle us when we were on defense mm -hmm. and like vertex is like at at best from a like apoc perspective at best we'd beat them in like a two-hour battle they're probably about even in a node war depending on the size and then like on a siege like they might be stronger right or whatever like mm -hmm. they're it's so close that no one should have spirit of battle and they get and they literally like just do 70 percent of our base health and we can't do anything about it yep like just the other day like the day right before they did the change we uh we had a 1v2 it was against digital and vertex and they had it every single every time it would be up they'd have the buff and it's just like what are you gonna do about that <laughs> it's, like it is 1v2 so obviously they're gonna get it more because we're 
we're having to deal with two guilds. But it's just, oh man, it's, it's yeah. just, every every five minutes you just lose thirty percent of your base, and you have to try to repair it. What are uh, Res? How, how do you like the the changes, like the updates that they made to it? No, I I, I think it's good. It it's I I've said this since they very first announced it on Global Labs, and we couldn't see how it functioned because you know no doors don't go down there. But I think it's a good idea, the idea that you want to give something to, uh, theoretically, the weaker guild. Yeah, like a save uh, the game or like a comeback mechanic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's so, cool. Yeah, yeah th it's a good idea. It's just, as usual with this company, they come up with good ideas, and then their implementation of said ideas is the most abysmal shit you've ever seen in your life. So... Anything that helps it get closer to realizing that true idea, right, of it being a defensive buff, right, I am 100% on board for. I think it's good for the game. Yeah. I, uh, what about you? How do you guys feel about, because this is surprising to me, um, but they had a partial maintenance Thursday night and put it on live servers immediately. No, that was the best, like, that was the best timing ever. I I was about to pass out, and then I got a message from Frosty about, <laughs> about the, the like, he's like, oh yeah, what are you, all these striker changes, and I'm like, wait, what striker changes? And then I look, and there, and then I, I see the Spirit of Battle Nurse, like, wait, what just happened? Striker rework and like a massive Spirit of Battle Nurse at the same time? Actually, like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm glad that they they put that because yeah. this see like, dude, Siege has been a lot of. I I know it doesn't matter as much in Siege, but. Siege has been a lot of fun, and Spirit of Battle is not a lot of fun. Node Wars are occasionally fun, but the Spirit of Battle has just completely taken the wind out of the sails. It's like, there there were more people Node Warring because of the Siege changes, but then, like, it slowly started just going away because people just don't want to fight with Spirit of Battle. <laughs> it's really not fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you just, have a, you just have a timer that doesn't depend on how well you're doing. It's just a timer based on them having the buff. Just every every five minutes, you know you're gonna lose a percent of your base. So you're like, all right, guys, we got like four four. Uh, we have we have to get their buff, lose twenty five percent, and then make a game changing play that will win us the win us or we'll lose. This is like, and you only have like twenty minutes to do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think? Because this is gonna make it so since it's gonna be on cooldown, and and you you potentially will get the bar more than once during that cooldown, we're going to see the resurrection buff popped a lot more often. Are you guys concerned at all about that? Buff? No, it's a one, it's a one hour cooldown and it's, it's a, I think, I think the resurrection buff makes a lot of sense. It does like, it is really weird, right? That that spirit of battle was a five minute cooldown when CTG was a once per war, when spirit of battle is stronger than CTG by a lot. <laughs> like with how it is currently. Yeah. I know it actually. CTG is. is like a it's like a gimmick that sometimes wins you instantly, but 99% of the time it's just like a ooh, you get a cool push from an angle that they didn't expect. That that's most of the time what it is. But Spirit Battle is a uh, they guys run at them, they can't kill us for 30 seconds. <laughs> it yeah, was blue, it was literally a button. It was literally a perfect PA rotation and heals and SA on top of that for <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. It was like it was it was what people thought the 60 mage guilds were like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Except except without you can never fail one PA on anyone. <laughs> they 
Well, the thing is with the resurrection one is a lot of guilds just didn't even use it because yeah. the spirit of battle buff was so much stronger. But um, or the blessing of battle, whatever. Yeah. Now, if you're losing, you'll have the chance to use it. Like yeah. You'll spirit about you'll blessing a battle once. I forget the name of the two. I think blessing a battle once, and then you'll spirit a battle, or you'll use the resurrection oh. one probably once. Um, yep. Yeah, but spirit of battle is the bar, I think, and then blessing a battle is the skill. Yeah, spirit of battle is the bar. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so how how do you feel, Davios, about the um this new liberation system with the point the point system and the rewards? I like it. I, I do like it as, like, I mean, I am saying it from, like, a guild that's probably always going to be, like, one of the top ones there, but... Well, in theory, but it depends, right? Because if, if alright, like, if you guys are on Calpheon, if Cho Nation's on Calpheon and you're just in a 1v2 or whatever, yeah, you're you're going to be, like, super up there, especially if you end up surviving until the end. But if you somehow get zerged out, like, you're not, you have zero yeah, chance. Yeah, 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 you're out. Or, like, I don't know, it just, I guess it just depends, because kills aren't everything yeah right? you, they're only one point um per kill and then one point per death but uh, i was just more thinking towards like the media siege we had the other week where like yeah we we had like yeah we had crazy kills we were also just going base to base and we like got them but we couldn't kill we couldn't kill like every base by ourselves it's kind of it and then uh, some other stuff happened later but <laughs> right it was like so like obviously like it's gonna be. I do think that people probably people will rig it to, at some point. I bet to where like if they want someone to win, right? Like if they're trying to hand it off to someone, or like right. give someone whatever. The, I'm sure like get the top spot or something will be traded. But like the other, there's no way they're not gonna like just set up where like this is gonna be team one, this is team two, like all the way down. Like it's gonna just be the stronger guilds will. Yeah, get a bit more. But I, I do love that it incentivizes you fighting till the showing. End. Yeah, showing up and playing yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Do you think now? Um, I've heard this complaint a lot ever since the new siege changes because people are enjoying siege, but because there's so many guilds, they're all stalemating. Do you think four hours is too long? Yeah. <laughs> It feels long. Like, it's really fun, but there comes a time... It doesn't matter how much fun you're having. After three hours, it's like, dude. Yeah, like... We had the... Like, the fight on Medea was two and a half hours because Digital was in Castle. And that was already getting... Like, it was starting to get long. And I know, like... A lot of guilds were, like, leaving before then because we were just like, uh, whatever. We're, we're not going to be able to kill them kind of thing. We're just going to give up and leave. And that was only at two and a half hours. If it went to, like... like <laughs> Like there's just a point where you kind of know what's happening in the fight, and unless something crazy happens, things right. m won't like like if it this if it if people aren't stalemating at like two and a half hours, or there's no let's put this way if they're not if they're not if they are stalemating at two and a half hours, there's a good chance they'll they'll be stalemating at four hours. <laughs> there's a very good chance. So like you're just at that point you're just fighting to fight and. Yeah, it just it, it burns people out if they're just especially if they're on the losing side of it, where it's just like they're one of the guilds that just has to run in and die to make it stalemate. So like they're just you're literally clicking respawn and die, and then sitting there for a minute because it's over two hours in the fight. You're sitting there for like a minute and a half dead, and just be like, okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Um, how how do you feel since you obviously have like a, a lot of gear? Um, how do you feel about the capped sieges? Do you like them, or do you feel like it de devalues um, the work that you put into getting your gear? 
Uh, I like I like it. I think it I think it's nice because it brings it brings back a lot of people. I do think like, sure it 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 brings up it shows like the power in certain classes even more. Where like you can't compensate for it with like so because like, I'm just saying being a striker with three twenty DP and running into a group, it feels feels even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you going to cap sieges on your striker or sage? I I did sage for the media siege. Okay. And, I was reconnecting a lot, so it was kind of I, I did I did good, but I didn't I could have done better, but I, I I Sage still feels very good there. So Start you're Sage. okay with the cap as long as there's an uncapped version, right? Like having Calfion having the choice. Well, I, yeah, as long as everything isn't uncapped, I don't care. Do you do you do you think people will do Calfion more, or is there any incentive to go to Calfion for most guilds? Um, maybe if they see there's a fight elsewhere, like take it with like most of the big guilds, maybe they'll go there. Yeah, but just for the reward. We'll just try to like, I mean, like if like I say like if if a guild was like alone on Calfion with like maybe one other person, and like they and they see like oh all the all the siege guilds went to Medea or Valencia or something, then they may be like okay, well we're just gonna send all send all the T1 guilds. Calfion, right. and yeah, it's gonna be a bloodbath, but they're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you hoping for for the Balanos and Serendia sieges? Uh, I know they I'm said really they're reworking sure. this. I'm not really sure what to expect of it. Yeah, like, I uh, just I don't, I don't really know. Rose, what are you hoping for with the Balanos Serendia ones? Do you God want those knows, to be capped dude. or uncapped, or just a totally different game mode? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, who knows what they're going to do? I don't think they've even really like said much as to what they're going to do. Um I don't know. I imagine they're going to do one capped, one uncapped. I I I don't imagine they're Make really them like King of the Hill much. or something. <laughs> you see the whole down Make it like Oh, what if they made it like what's it called in Call of Duty? Is it hardpoint or control or something where you like there's like zones you have to hold down and the like right. Dude, that'd be and so. And, 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 there's like, and there's like a scoreboard on the like for like, and the scoreboard's entirely based on just like holding it down. Yeah, that I think would it, be so headquarters. Fun. I want to say. And like, yeah. Um. Yes, I can't remember what it was. Something, something like that. What do they call it? I think in Battlefield it's called Conquest, right? Yes. Where, dude, yeah. I, I, those games. Or modes even are like, fun. even like a game mode where you have like a certain amount of lives, and you're like, after that, your guild's like out like it could be like they could Dude. do a lot of like game modes with it or it's just like you you like you, your bases don't matter it's all about just like picking off people getting gang kills and like there's like objectives that help you maybe maybe there's objectives that give let you get like extra extra lives or like stuff like that like it'd be like there's a lot of things they could do they're just that weren't just build a base and attack a base yeah, and just, and still make it like a guild activity with that while being more like objective and kind of cool. Naval fights, dude. <laughs> Search and destroy BDO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So Elvia, they're kind of changing a, a couple of things in Elvia. So Bloody and Orcamp are mostly staying the same. They're just gonna add. They said they added additional monsters in different areas, so that way there's more rotations to spread people out. That's their intention. I'm sure they accidentally buffed one of the spots and it's going to be even better. Um, Swamp Fogan, they lowered the attack 
uh, power and they decrease the defense of Swamp Fogans. And basically on all of these, they lower the attack, defense, and or HP to make them easier and they lower the... Fogans were like... Requirements. Tanky for no reason. They were... <laughs> they were... That's what I'm saying, dude. They're so <laughs> tanky for no reason. But... Yeah, um, they really are. They, they also made Castle Ruins uh, where you can run the event on the outside. So if there's a group on the inside, you can run... That's... Thank God. That outside. was so annoying when uh, all my... The first couple of days when people didn't know how that place worked, it was just like, you'd be grinding inside and then someone would run in and we'd just start doing their scroll. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, Alter Imp Habitat, they also just reduced the, the power and toughness, but they also increased the respawn rate. Um, so their intention for that is that that way you could just stay at one flag and not have to go from flag to flag because the respawns, which I think mm. is really cool. And Broggy Den for, I want to say the seventh or eighth time they are supposedly fixing the event there again i, mean, I, I have still have no idea how that event works yeah no one does it's never worked so they said that they changed the way the bounty value applies to individuals the bounty value of broggy den has been changed to stack faster than before and has been changed so that you can obtain a treasure key when you defeat baragi the key can be used to open a treasure chest in broggy den's underground warehouse <laughs> I guess I don't. I, and that, don't I mean, that's cool. That sounds, like, that sounds awesome. Cool. Uh, if <laughs> if it ends up working, uh, right <laughs> now the, all the events is there is an orange message that pops up and yellow beams that spawn over and over again that mean nothing. That's all it is. Sick. So that that's really cool because I, I think this will be nice to spread people out. My only concern with all these changes because I do Ooh. think some of these need to be changed. Like I'm checking out the red orc spot. There's a lot more mobs and one of like you know like that. The one right beside, like the uh, north node, like the like you know, like right beside, like what's that one called? Um, like so, like right like like you right right, you know castle? right on the orc camp, right on the orc camp node, like right right there. Brady that, fortress, yeah. or no, just orc camp. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That we're, that we're that area has a lot more mobs. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm curious how much more that's spread out because like I feel like bloody really only has what two rotations and then. One, if you want to just do elites. Yeah. Which is pretty awful. And then orcs does have a lot of rotations, but some are way, way, way worse than others. Like, it would be nice if all of them felt like one and two. Um, yeah, I, I think I do I do the one all the way south. I don't know what it's called. The one yeah, right yeah. above southern neutral zone. I think that one's 12, I think. That one's okay. I, I there's, a, there's a lot. I, I don't know. I would love, like, Fogans to actually be good. I, I kind of wish they buff Fogans more than just make him less tanky. Because we don't have a good blue shard spot that's like you feel like you could just go there and farm. You know? Like no one's farming the blue shard spots if they don't need blue shards. Whereas the yellow yeah. ones you actually are. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. That would be cool. But my, my main concern with this is like if there's more people in Elvia, like Capra's prices are still... They're going up, and are they sold out yet? They're not sold out. There's like there's like six thousand left on the marketplace uh -oh. right now. So yeah, oh, that's nothing. Seven thousand, yeah. seven thousand four hundred in stock currently. Yeah, that's that's concerning. It was, it was three hundred thousand a week ago. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's nothing now. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe they need to add dust to imps and Bragi where the lower geared people are grinding just to like i don't know something it's weird it's very odd it's about to be it's about to be rough dude 
on console they're they're happily paying like 1.5 mil per Kaffir stone right now. <laughs> I think yeah, their Kaffirs have always been really cheap. It's just because they can they can only go to C5. Yeah, <laughs> C5 C5 doesn't use much Kaffirs. It's buffing to like C9 or C10 in October though. So. Not, I mean that that's still like, I mean on weapons it's a good amount, but on armors it's still only like four like five thousand each. Like I don't think people realize how much Kaffirs when people like that. What's really doing it right now on PC is just. All it takes is like just think if two people are DR and one C twenty, that's a hundred thousand Kafiris between yeah. the two people. Yep. <laughs> that's a lot of Kafiris. Um, like when yeah. once people start pushing past C nine, like see cause C nine's like full C C nine, right? It's like twenty thousand Kafiris. Yep. And of course a lot more people have that, but then it's another hundred thousand on top of that if you want C twenties. Yeah, and you kind of need these days. You need C20s. Everyone has so much AP now and so much accuracy. It's like if you don't have C20, like C9. It's also, feel... once they, yeah, once they said that Fallen God won't be like for a long time. Still, people are like, all right, finally, because that that was that held people back for a long time. They're like, I don't worry, I'm not gonna worry about C20. I'm just gonna get C10 and then I'll leave it. People are running out of things to do, <laughs> so they're like, fuck, I'm gonna go C20 now. Yeah, I need one more piece. <laughs> I need one more. Um, they buffed Valencia trash at the lower end spots. Um, basically, just the drop rate of the trash. Um, I, it sound the way they described it. It sounds like it's going to be something kind of like trees, um, where it says the drop rate of miscellaneous items. Uh, the loot can be obtained when killing in the area has been changed to one hundred percent, which I think is kind of like trees. So now, if you want to like boost the drop rate. Like having a loot scroll doesn't really benefit it, benefit you that much. You need like an advanced, I guess. I, mm -hmm. I'm not too sure, uh, so I have to see how that is. But that's at um, Basham, Fogans, Nagas, Kadri, Gahas, Crescent Shrine, Worgans, um, Centaur. Yeah, like all, all of the <laughs> non everywhere except spot. for Akmanistria. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that should kind of help a little bit with lower level people gearing up. Also, they made. So seasonal Tavala is about to be a lot easier to enhance. Um, yeah, I saw that. Like way easier to enhance. The accessory pen success rate is changing on a 40 stack from 36 to 50%. And then for armor and weapons, getting to pen is changing from 21 to 35%. Yeah, that's huge. The, ar the armor is like... The thing is, the armors were like kind of easy compared to the accessories, but like... Yeah, the armors are gonna be the armored weapons are gonna be very easy now. Like, like they're they're gonna be pretty free. Yeah, and now you don't need to exchange weapons to repair. You can recover with the ore, Tuvala ore, so you don't have to sit there and do that annoying oh, like nice. exchange. Um, and when you force enhance, it no longer takes fifty durability; it only takes twenty. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be all we, those are all like nice. Like at this point, though, like Tuvala gear is. <laughs> it's, it's pretty like low. It's not. It, it shouldn't be hard to get. Right. I I wanted to ask you about that because this is like half the people feel one way, half feel another, and then there's some in between. But how do you feel about like them adding the crescent ring and making Tuvala easier? And now it looks like there's going to be a way to get a pen armor that might not be that difficult. Do you feel um any way that some of these catch up mechanics invalidates like the work that you had to do originally? Or do you think it's good I for the game? I think the or? only the only thing I disagree with, and it's only because I just think they should they need to give better like they need to give something cool as a leveling reward. Because getting 
a Tri-Kaposha at level 65 or getting a Pen-Kaposha at level 20 on a seasonal character is pretty dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, like, I think overall, like I think changes like that are fine. Like The Crescent one's good because it's not like it's a free Crescent ring. Right. Like, people will say it like, it's like, oh, it costs zero. No, it doesn't. It costs like 14 bill. It's just it's like a cheap Crescent ring and it's one you can work towards to guarantee it. Yep. And I think that's cool. That's a good and it's a good idea. Yeah, my guess is the armor or the weapon armor, whatever the pen is, is going to be something kind of similar. Yeah, unless it's just you. If it's if it's you log in and you have it, it's 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 pretty dumb. But if it's you still you work towards and you get and you guarantee it for like much cheap for cheaper, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. what about the hammers? The J hammers <laughs> that they've added in the past. How do you feel about the J hammers? I like them just because it brings things that aren't normally available, like more available, like black stars. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the thing I like about them. It just it makes like things that people normally wouldn't click. It makes them they each everyone pretty much does an attempt on it, and way more of those appear. So that, yeah. that's the but it's I don't think it's like a crazy good idea. I also got my black. I also would I'd never even have a black star if I didn't get one through a hammer. You succeeded your hammer attempt. Yeah, yeah. When we got the oh, two, I got it. I got God. it on. I was. Tr I was literally. My whole plan was. I was gonna make a Ted Black Star, and then I was gonna. I was gonna tap it with like I was. Gonna, I built. I had two stacks. at both at like one twenty. I'm like, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna build up both these stacks, and then what? It's gonna eventually go Ted, and then whatever the other stacks at, I'll t tap it for pen, and then I'll sell it and, and then I'll sell it and buy like my, my DP setback. And then, and then it went, and, and it turns out I, I got like a C twenty armor and everything back instead. Yeah, it was gross. Right. It was gross. What? How much? What stack did you hit it on? Uh, one seventy three. Oh my god, dude. It must, was dumb. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> I I can't complain. I I I used the hammer on whaling. Uh, fallen mm -hmm. god armor. Yeah, that's why. That's why I used the newest one on. But it, I kind of regretted it. I should have used it on an awakening weapon, but I was impatient. I, I was excited because I planned the, uh, my thinking was like, look, I could use it on a pen black star. It's probably not going to go. My chance of getting a tri fallen god is a lot higher. I was going to use it on that. And I ended up chroning tri fallen god once. I was going to try it. And then, like, I was going to do one chron attempt and two hammer attempts. And the chron attempt went. And I was so <laughs> hyped that I immediately just went for tet with the. <laughs> <laughs> with the hammers yeah, but i should have fucking just held on it's to so them. awkward because i don't know where i'm ever gonna the motivation to want to get tet fallen god there's there is nothing cool about that upgrade yeah it's well, just you gotta catch up it doesn't, man. you're behind doesn't, it doesn't change the icon it doesn't it gives you three sheet dpu and already over every bracket it's <laughs> it just makes you you having only try makes you gearlit compared to true biohack and multi and choice come on man I, it's just like i get it's like i want like i'm doing it whenever i get like free crons and whenever we get like hammers and stuff i'm just i'm tapping it i have a 250 stack and i'm tapping it on but like i'm just not i'm not motivated at all to like, go for well, it look at it look at it this way ws uh, eventually you can get a uh, pen falling god and then the icon will actually make sense yeah, and and actually, at pen it's cool because then it glows everywhere and it's and it's crazy and you'd be also being no one else has it. I think everyone that gets tap falling god has to do one pen attempt just to see if they're the one. Yeah, 
<laughs> you, you gotta you gotta try once. Oh, don't 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 blow up all your money, but oh point oh three percent chance. Yeah, may, maybe you're the maybe you're the lucky one. Yeah. Um, the potion changes are coming next week. The pity potion, and I believe it's coming. Well, they haven't officially announced it's coming next week, but based on the way they likely release these is, things, yeah. definitely coming. Most likely coming next week. Uh, as well as the loot scroll change that lets you pause and swap to advance and stuff. Um, do you have any issue with the pity pot? Did you grind out the pots? I did. Do you have any issue with the pity pots? Uh, not really. I just think that I I, I know I have no I have no problems with it like that. I just I think it's I just hated the mana pot and I mean I, thought, I like that they finally made mana pot like like worth having. Yeah, at the buff. If you're on, well, yeah, like, it does, like on classes that don't use, like the blue resource, or in classes that did use the blue resource, it was just worse. So like, it's funny because most classes don't have mana problems, so that wasn't didn't really matter. The thing is, the classes that do have mana problems are all the classes that use the blue bar. So it was just they, <laughs> they're the classes that would want it the most, and they couldn't even use it because <laughs> it gives less mana. Um. Yeah, I I don't know that. Yeah, that mana pot change, the cooldown especially was like nice. It, it's so weird. Like like on global labs right now, I got my striker. I just use mana pots. Like you could just use any pots now. They just made them all like universal. Yeah, it's weird. They they should at that point just remove the other ones. It's kind of weird. But yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, it's kind of strange. Uh, they said I I I don't know for sure, but it looks like the the pot pieces drop from multiple mobs, not just the pot mobs that drop it. Um, the pity pieces, and they also, someone described the drop rate to me as the same drop rate as leaves from Ash Forest, if you're grinding fairly efficiently at Ash Forest. It's pretty good. So, I, I don't know how long, how long does it take to get 100 leaves at Ash Forest? Probably like 30, 40 hours. 30 to we 40 get two hours. Or, two, or, two, two or three an hour. Yeah, so then it would maybe, be... Maybe a bit more, maybe three to... Yeah, I mean, I'd say more like two and a half to like three and a half. Type of thing. That's like where I'd put it. Yeah, so then that would that would put the pot, depending on your grind speed, anywhere from like ninety to one hundred and twenty hours to finish it. If you if you don't get a drop, yeah, straight if you drop. Don't get yeah. a drop, right? How long? Yeah, did that's like take? the max. Mine took fifty five hours with castle every buff in the game, and I did it by Saturday because I was I did like. Eight, I did 18 hours, and I slept for 3 hours, and I did 21 hours, and then I slept for, like, 5 hours. <laughs> and then I finished it off and did Siege. Wait, that was, like, this weekend? Hmm? Or... No, it, I, no, when it came out. Oh, okay, when it first came out. Okay, okay. Yeah, for, when, it, when it first Jesus. came out, I actually... I, I, remember, I, have a, I have a recording of, like... It's, I remember I, my, I was trying to record the last pop piece, and I couldn't because my hard drive was full. Because apparently after I got my second pop piece... I recorded like 30 hours of me just running around circles of Ronaros. I recorded my entire Ronaros grind and I had like a, it was like a 1.3 terabyte file of me grinding Ronaros. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one has said it yet, but I know everyone's thinking it. Did you shower in those two days? Hell no. No, he didn't was, shower. No, there's, there's no time straight, for that. There's no time for showers. I, I had to. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Makes sense. It was just, yeah. I was, it was just, uh, I was trying. To, I wanted that pot so bad, the health pot, yeah. the mana pot. I kind of chilled and I didn't go like super hard on it, but I, I went for it. Just that was like the next thing after it. All right, 
La last prediction before we get to the comments. Um, what class or classes are coming next week on Global Labs? Divius first. Uh, now that Striker came out this week, it's literally just a complete random guess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I, was gonna say, I wanna see like I want like what I wanna see. I wanna see Mystic and like Sork or something. I definitely don't want to see Zerker. <laughs> uh, Reslar, which class or classes mm. is coming out next week? Let me think. So, here's what I think. I th I feel like they're going to just be releasing them as they come out. So, what's the easiest class to change? I feel like is the question. And I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say either Sork. Either Sork, no, I think they're gonna be having an identity crisis with mages. I think either Sork or uh, Archer. I think Sork or Archer. Yep. I just went and for. I, Mystic I feel like I feel like they've already done Striker, and we know they're working on Mystic at least some in some capacity. Since they did two classes the first week, I feel like I'm allowed to pick two. Yeah. So those are the two I'm gonna pick. So Sork and or Archer. Okay. We'll do we'll do that with uh, Divius too here. Sork and or Archer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sork and or Zerk. I still feel like. I almost feel like it was like, one of those or both of those was done or almost done, but just not. They were like a week off, so they were like, you know what? Let's just throw Striker. We finished Striker back in June. That that's the thing is like they. I think they have already wor been working on these for a while like I, I mentioned this before but it's like yeah, i mean yeah it's not like it's brand new yeah a lot of people are like dude they're gonna work they're gonna do one class a week is that enough time to rework a class and it's like no obviously not but like they like we saw the the ranger rework begin back like, in yeah, months ago like yeah, when they did the ago. huddle ball yeah yeah. And, yeah yeah and they already had a lot of those new animations so it's like yep yeah, they've probably gotten a lot done on a lot of classes already. The animation, oh, I love the dude. The down F is so cool looking. The backflip, it looks so good. And the awakening on strike, yeah, <laughs> on it, striker, it looks yeah. so cool. That that and the um the land buster or whatever, that skill looks cool. The charging up, like kind of the fire, just looks so good on it. It looks pretty badass. Anyway, uh, dude, Divios, thank you so much for joining us. Um. That was really fun. I, I'm sad we didn't have two classes, so we couldn't have you and someone else kind of bounce your ideas back and forth. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Striker got the spotlight for once in its life, you know? There's a time for every class. There's a time for every class, dude. As much as people hate to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, people are so mad. The reworks are so divisive. It's so crazy. Like in any other game I've ever played, whenever they do like a massive revamp of classes, people are so excited. And this one is just so negative. Yeah, so negative every, every, every class they buffed this week, you'll have the people that hate that class speaking up. And then when it's their class's turn, they'll be quiet. And then. <laughs> How many times have you heard that Striker is now just Musa with two grabs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, people like. Uh, I, I, my favorite thing is just like whenever Choice is on his striker, he's going around Arsha fighting these people that are like 600 gear score, don't even move his HP bar. Like, wow, striker is broken, <laughs> takes no damage, and then he fights someone else and they just kill him. He's like, wow, the, that class that killed him is broken. It does way too much damage. What is that? <laughs> How can you kill a striker with that much gear? <laughs>
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> so where where can uh people find you at? What where, what's your Twitch if you do ever stream, and what's your YouTube channel? Uh, my my Twitch is just Divios, and I actually don't it even is my YouTube. I think it is just Divios as well. Yeah. Right. YouTube.com. Let's see. Let's see if you're. Let's see if you lied. Nope. This is this page isn't available. Try searching for something no, no, else. No, no, no. no if you, I think if you search it on, like on YouTube itself. Okay, just search yeah, the word Divius. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, URL is isn't Divius. The channel yeah. name is Divius. Yeah, yeah. All right. The URL there is going to be like UW capital GX three. <laughs> Dude, how fun was that? Like, I I forgot to ask you this. I asked by Septimus and 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 flannels, but like, ever since Pearl Abyss kind of took over, we've had three tournaments um it's great i'm assuming love, you like them like hopefully they I do love, more of those right mm, do you prefer I, I, 1v1 I, or group tournaments i i like either i do think with for the group ones they should probably rework like when they do it, it was kind of sad that we never got to do a 3v3 like we, it never got to, it, it all the fights were decided in the in the 1v1s 2v2s. And 3v2s. yeah 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 where where would they move? You think that should be like the one v one should be last? Yeah, I think one v one last would be so cool. Yeah, it'd be all the pressures on you. You're the last one standing. You're holding it down for your team. You clutch it out. I think that would be it'd be really hype. Yeah, that actually would be kind of cool. I like that idea. I yeah. also kind of like the idea of the last round has to result in a kill. Because it was kind of anticlimactic that the last two fights that Mech had, both of the fights, he just timed them out <laughs> and won. <laughs> Dude, his fight against Flannels was so intense. Even yeah, like, even I, though it resulted in the time thing, it was just like this yeah, like, like anxiety that like, oh my god, who's going to CC who? What's happening? Mm -hmm. It's just like, it just sucks. Like when I, I saw the... the uh, the Nova get hits by a dot, and then he just, and then Mac just goes into nightmare, and you see there's like ten seconds left. He's like, he just lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just, he's like, there's nothing he can do about it. Dude, how, wait, la, la, last question. How busted to suck Nova, dude? Uh, suck I mean, Nova is crazy. It's good. It's I think it's people. It's, it's really good in like those like small mid scale fights. Like, it's like it's not very like the thing is it's it's a very easy target. Like it is like if like especially for like striker. Right, strikers I, I, it, specifically like, equipped to deal with novas. I feel like yeah, like like zerker and striker having like like mystic as well. Just having like a protected grab against them or even a range grab is just like it's so like good against them because they only have the one iframe. But like the amount of CC and crazy pressure they have just from and they don't even have to do anything for it. It's just like. <laughs> It's really crazy. I played Sucknova for like two and a half months when it first came out, but it got most of the buffs like as I was <laughs> swapping off of it. Yeah. Do you, is that is that why you went first? Did you think that they were gonna put Reezy first? We were hoping anything but flannels first. Right. We were okay. trying because like I didn't. We wanted me to go first because we didn't want like we because I'm like if I'm fighting the Zerker or the Nova, I was confident that. I, I I could lose to the Zerker, but I and I don't think I could. I think it would have been take a miracle for me to lose to the Nova in that type of matchup. Right. But uh, I do think 
it was just like if we I didn't want we didn't want to put me in against flannels and if, and we like flannels was the one we were worried more about winning. So like if I get someone out early, it's good. And then right, right. And then they'll pull flannels in. And I mean, I, I, I won the round before by time, but it's like it's it's like it's not like I can't win against Ranger. It's just it's not favorable. Rez, you have any any last questions for him before we move to the comments? I don't believe so. I was I did want to ask, and I meant to ask this at the beginning, but we just kind of moved through a little quick. Do you still play Smite? Uh, I actually picked it up again like a couple of weeks ago, and I've been I, <laughs> I I queued up ranked. I want to see how fast I could get to like the like masters again. <laughs> and I got in like forty games. Oh, <laughs> good lord! <laughs> but it was, but uh, I I've been playing it again a bit recently. I I've I've always kind of like kept up with like the like the characters and kind of like just messing around, playing every now and again. But right, I hadn't really played in like any type of. Like other other than just like messing around with characters, I haven't actually played until like recently. Smite's busted. Fair enough. Um, like I said, you're welcome to stick around for the comments. They usually take about fifteen twenty minutes. Um, I'm dumb. But if you want to bounce, it's up to YouTube. So uh, here we go. Let's get in the comments. First comment from last week was Vesper, BR says first dumb comment, but the iframe nerf on Ranger is okay. Range classes aren't supposed to be invincible when we get closer to them, and the iframe spamming is very bad for balance. Hope Sorks get the same treatment. Warrior needs some stamina cost in his movement kit, probably in forward F. Um, how do you feel about the ES nerf, Divios, that Rangers got? It basically. Not I think it would have been better if it had if ES had a different animation for like the unprotected one, so it was easier to actually see where they're not just doing the same thing because it's like you're not gonna like when you're fighting unless it's one v one, you're not gonna be counting and like. It was dumb when they're just holding it, and you're like, I don't know which one he's on. I'm just gonna throw out a CC. And it was <laughs> random when he got him. Yeah. But if it was like, if it had like, I do think it would be okay if it had like a different animation. So you're like, oh, that's the one I could get, go for. And you know what, like, you're kind of in the rhythm. You know which one's gonna be the unprotected one coming up, type of thing. Do you also? But hope... I do think nerfing it's good. I think I, I was surprised though that because I feel like the problem with succession was its pr protection, not. Right. Uh, anything else and then they kind of just removed the protection and gave it more damage so but um, I don't know it's it's strange what about the I do you also hope that Sork gets the same treatment <laughs> like, it's yeah. not it's impossible it's no way it's just, there's yeah, no like, way yeah, right that, that cause you have to think like it would have it would have to have like so, it would have to be so it would have to go so far with those dashes cause that's the problem with Sork is like Sork's downsides right is Sork doesn't have a lot of it can't really like do like a ton of damage apart from like it has a couple skills that do like most of its damage right and it's not very fast so like if you you could like unless you're getting hit by a dream of doom in the back you you can kind of just run away from it and it can never catch you on most classes right but yeah i think it's its whole thing is it kind of stays in its in its little pocket and it pains people i do think it's like it's not fun to play against but i don't think I don't think it can be something you really change unless you like rework a ton of the class, and I don't see them really doing that. Yeah, res the warrior stamina cost. Does it need any, or you think it's fine? 
And anyone that compares <sighs> Sork iframes to Suck Sage when it came out iframes, they're crazy. Because Suck Sage literally would just teleport around the entire fight. <laughs> people, yeah. people are like, if Suck Sage can't have iframes, why can Sork? It's like, no, that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> I think you could probably... I don't know. I think you could probably put stamina cost on some stuff with Warrior, and it, it would be fine. It wouldn't really yeah, change Warrior all doesn't use any honesty. stamina. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to... But here's the thing. I'm wondering why, exactly. Because I wouldn't want to put so much stamina cost on it that it, like, actually cripples the class. Right, right. For sure. So, I don't know. I, it just feels like, why bother at that point, you know? I don't know. They're already built around, like, being limited around cooldowns more so than anything else. The main thing is that they have almost no skills that, like, lock their stamina bar. Where Striker, does, Striker uses a similar stamina to Warrior, apart from Crouching Wolf. But Striker has, like, all, whenever I'm doing those lingers, unless I'm doing Rage Hammer, I'm, my stamina bar is locked. It's not going up. I'm not getting stamina back while I'm there. So, like, right, yeah. it's like my stamina goes down, but then unless I'm doing a specific skill or two, it's staying down. Where, like, Warrior is, like, it gets chunked down, but then it goes back up when they do a couple essays, and then it goes, all the, it goes a little bit down all the way back up. It's just... It's a lot... Yeah. It just like it's just it's the stamina pausing that really like keeps your stamina keeps you down. I don't know. I I think it's probably yeah. fine how it is. Also, Frosty, refresh because I deleted those comments. I deleted them already. Or I, I when you report them, it hides them, so I don't have them there anyway. <clears throat> so oh, fine. nice. Yeah, I realized that yesterday. I was like, oh wait, I could just do this instead of asking Rosar. Um, Ziba says Musa Mewa rework will be as good as Warriors Copium. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Magnus says, I don't know if you know this, Nayashi, but Choice is moving in. And then that, that confused Nayashi. Magnus also said, Andy has four grabs. Huh, I'm missing the context. The, the context of this is, someone sent me a clip of Choice. <laughs> someone was asking Choice if he's going to start the pod, his podcast back up because of, um, I guess he said he was going to restart it in, or he was considering restarting it in September or something. And then he said, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about asking Frosty to be a permanent member on the value pack. I don't know if he was kidding or not, because I have no other context besides that. But it was it was funny. Anyway, uh, Ringlora2 says, five second cooldown iframe from Awaken Witch Wiz would be fine, or split TP. Um, me and Rezar have talked about this a lot. Divios, yeah. do you think it would be okay if they gave Awaken Wiz Witch split TP? I think they'll get it, yeah. I think they will. Do you think that would be too strong, or you'd be fine with it? I get it. Just it. It always goes back to the, like what game or like if we're in the current game and it got split DB, yeah, it'd be pretty dumb. But if everyone's two to three skilling, it's not that dumb anymore. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's just it's just hard to know where the power level of the game is with all these changes. Yeah, I I I would like it on them. I I think it would be cool on them. Like I I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of classes not being able to defend themselves in 1v1 I actually hate it a lot I don't know you run into everyone always tells me 1v1 doesn't matter in this game but if you node war at all or gvg at all or open world at all you end up in 1v1s all the time I mean on suck sage I have no problems the only time the one thing I would agree with is just because I don't really get attacked but like if people grinding like I think holding their spot on like a suck sage it's really bad, like, cause it's one v one is really bad, and that's like, and 
I, I that's where I, the argument I see, but I don't know. Like whenever I'm playing, it might just be because I'm invisible so often. But like, I almost never get like pe- people never go after me really in one v ones. Like whenever I'm playing my suck sage, it's like they can. Like I, I will lose to most people like doing that unless I like one shot them. But I, yeah. it's just yeah. I actually think no, sage... but no one really goes after me. I think Suck Sage is slightly better than people think in 1v1, but it's still really bad. Yeah, I, one I, of the, the only thing, it just needs to be able to use its suction and get out of it. The problem is, like, right yeah. now, that's like, that's like your trump card ability. You're like, this is the big CC, I'm going to get it. And then if it fails, you lose. Because <laughs> you just get CC'd after it. Do you... How often do you use the Float Illusion expansion as a catch? The Shift F. The flow to shift uh, I use it. I use often. I I throw it at them. Well, yeah, a lot of the time you'll catch them with the finishing touch or that. Yeah, because I I didn't realize until recently how far shift F's flow goes when you aim it. Like you can like aim it kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's like a fireball. Far. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty far. Like that that skill is actually hard to avoid. You yeah, just don't expect it. The the first hit of it is even crazier to my opinion because it's it's so fast. Like, you can go into a ball, use the SA Rift, and not have the protection, and just pop it and go back into a Rift, or go into... And, it, like, that is very safe most of the time. Yeah. It's just... Unless you're already slowed. Um, Monarch Gaming says, On meta gearing for characters, I feel like everyone should just be saving silver right now, selling stuff you don't need, and waiting for these reworks to come out. After those evasion accuracy changes for Warrior, I'd say we literally have no idea where the meta will be in three months. Get your PvE gear to your favorite LVO grind level and just chill. And he puts a gear score, but for some reason, like at first glance, the gear score he put in parentheses reminds me of a phone number. I thought he put, it looks like a 1-800 <laughs> number. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's true. Like if you're kind of in the... If you were thinking about swapping from DR to evasion or from evasion to DR, I'd probably wait to see where this turns out first before committing to that change, for sure. Um, Lost Soul says, adding PvP arena are good, but how will they balance it, like money-wise? Should you be able to make 300 mil an hour, and if, every, if I win everything or just get RBF money and medals, it would be nice if the rework RBF medals so you can trade them for silver and other stuff. Um... What are your what are your thoughts on this? If they were to add arenas, Divios, what should the award or rewards be for I think running them? I think it should be solid silver. It shouldn't be I don't think I mean some people say it should be as good. I think even if it doesn't need to be as good, even if it was just solid, like like three hundred like three hundred mil as like an end game player, that's like it's not good, but it's not bad. Like it's like it's like you're getting something. You're not wait you're not like getting nothing. But I think yeah. the main the main thing I'd like is just having like special like things that other people don't have. like special like cosmetics and stuff like that. Uh, that those are always like my favorite things. Like like all I wanted ever for like the longest time was like an Arsha skin. Like even though the Arsha skin for striker it only fits certain costumes very well. It's just like something I always wanted because it's just so few there's so few out there and just th- things like that just I think are really cool in the games in general. Yeah. It's like having like there's like He's that guy. Like you, like you, you, like he's the guy that has that. That's sick. It, it was always really cool to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, a couple hundred to somewhere between like two and three hundred mil an hour. Where, because the thing is, is you can get. So when you grind, it feel it does feel like a chore after a while, right? Like even I, I, 
I actually enjoy grinding. Like, I don't hate it like everyone else does, but by hour four or five, you're like, fuck. Um, yeah. Whereas, dude, you can get stuck doing arenas all day. Like, dude, if I do arenas, let's say I'm, like, queuing up for 2v2 or 3v3 arenas at 250 mil an hour. Like, mm -hmm. it's really easy for eight hours to pass by, and you just made, you know, over a bill. Oh, yeah, you're like, hey, I made the bill and yeah, it worked I, towards, like, some cool stuff in the future, yeah. I've been doing RBF this whole podcast, and I don't even have fun in here. <laughs> You've almost made 90 mil, too, yeah. dude. Look at yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, RBF does feel like a chore sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Um, Back Bay Sailor says, hi, Nayashi. I hope you're enjoying the holidays. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Uh, he, he's Nayashi for context is taking a break from BDO. He's waiting for New World and he wants to see what the reworks are. Yeah, um, he's waiting for the reworks to see whether he wants to continue playing or not, essentially. Um, Svarner turns says Flannels is one of the easiest BA rats to trigger funny stuff. Negative karma deaths are why balance matters in BDO. It's the only place when where you actually lose something if you die, so getting class checked feels bad. That being said, I like class counters. I like classes doing something good and being meh in other areas. I don't think we should all be great in 1v1, small scale, and large scale. See, this is always where I like differ from apparently a lot of people's opinions, because I see this a lot. I don't think classes should be bad in any of those three areas, but bad at parts of those three areas. So like... In large scale, if you're like a ninja, you can be not good with the ball, but you're still good in flex. And that same ninja should still be pretty good in 1v1 and should still be good at grinding. Like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't, maybe not every class should be good at like, you know, like back in Suck Wizard days where it started becoming, yeah, they're the best class in flex and the best class in ball and the best class at defending and the best class at sieging, you know, but... I do think you should be good at at least somewhat good at every aspect of the game. I don't uh, like, yeah, like it, 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 yeah, it depends. Like, yeah, it's like a balance. I don't think classes should just be absolutely unplayable in anything. Right. But no. I also, don't I don't think like I don't like I can't like imagine like I can't imagine a world where they'd have to buff Suck Sage enough to be like, a good one v one class. Dude, there is, but that's so easy. Would, I, I feel like that one's so easy because if you could cancel out a shift Q. And they just gave that weird... Remember that weird, like, week one protected Rebomb? Like, yeah. imagine these three changes. All right, so they... The problem with that Rebomb is you have to be, like, touching someone to... Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but if that became yeah. protected again, it was a protected stun, and yeah. then um, Shift-Q you could cancel out of instantly after the stiff attempt, mm -hmm. and then they removed the collision on Rift Chain. Like, that yeah, class yeah. would be really good in 1v1, and it wouldn't really change its power level much in large scale, which I think yeah, would be fine. The, 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 yeah, the collision would help it, because it is really weird to be colliding with your teammates. Sometimes yeah. you die from that. But... Especially when their demo yeah. of Rift Chain was that it doesn't have collision. That was, like, their well, whole it, thing with the demo. Well, it, has, it, ha it doesn't have collision on the normal one, the but when it's on one. cooldown, it does. Yeah. yeah. But they can definitely... It, it, even, when uh, it was, even when it was iframe, it was iframe with collision before... Yeah, when it, was, it, was, it was really strange. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. Like, I just think um, I, they should at least attempt to make a class yeah. be able to defend itself. It just, uh, it's just biased for me because, like, when I'm playing my Suck Sage, or like, when I, whenever I play my Suck Sage, I just like, I'm like, why would I ever play Striker right now? <laughs> like, whenever, I, like, it's like, it like 
puts my, it, it puts my striker like down so much whenever I play it. Because I'm just like, wow, I, there's so many bat, so many things I can't do when unless it's one v one, and just like, it would, I, I would, I'd be upset if like the sage could also fight me one v one while being that much better in group. Yeah, I mean, if it was like ninja level, maybe it'd be an issue, yeah. but yeah, that, um, that's the thing. It's where it's kind of like a balance, like holding your own, being able to like win a fight, right, is one thing, but like that's be, all I but mean. just. And yeah, yeah. and be and like, but like being yeah being just like a free kill and just like is different yeah. Um, Toyoshi says a wall of text coming up here. I don't really know why someone said that they are afraid that DK is one of the classes that might come out too strong after class rework. I main six sixty gear score hash, and I previously main DK in twenty nineteen and Sork in twenty twenty. I'm all for fair PvP, and I have to say that to me. DK is easily one of the most abusable classes in the game. All they can do uh, is fishing for CC and SA trade and going one-dimensional human damage glass cannon build in large scale. If I had to fight someone and had to win, dueling DK would be one of the options I'd heavily consider. Is he saying dueling against DK or as a DK? Dueling against, I, I believe. Yeah, okay. Uh, her mobility is fine, but nothing special. Her damage is decent, but certainly overestimated. That I, di I disagree here. I'll explain. I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. Multiple classes such as Tamer, Ninja, Nova, Sage, or Valk will blow you up just as fast or faster. Many of her skills are clunky, and she suffers a lot against very protected grab classes due to having only one iframe on dust, two-second cooldown, and no grab to her name, let alone auto-losing against equally skilled gauntlets. Stop overrating that class. I've seen that several times. I have no idea uh, who spread that rumor. She really needs a lot of help along with other outdated classes. I'm mainly talking about 1v1s here. Playing Hash or Sora compared to her is day and night difference. Honestly, peace out. So first, I would say you, you said yourself you haven't played since 2019. 2021 DK is very different than 2019 DK in a yeah. lot of a lot of ways like a million ways um but one of the things is like even the comparisons that you gave sage uh, sure multiple classes sage blow you up just as fast or faster definitely agree nova definitely agree uh valk ninja and tamer are weird because valk ninja and tamer for the most part have to cc you and combo you individually whereas like dark knight doesn't really need to cc you to blow you up yeah it, it chips you like, like i was actually gonna say like uh, like the the two classes I'm most scared of when I'm playing Suck Sage is Ranger and DK, because <laughs> they just they're like the two classes that can just like pop out a bunch of damage and rift, and I can't really like it's like one of the two classes I can't deal with. Yeah, it's, they they do a lot. Like the, their damage like is it's really really high. I also don't understand why you would describe her as only having dusk as an iframe when she has her double like the pre-awaken and Robom airstrike and like you could go into iframe with nocturne and wait stuff out like that's not her only eye. it's like so disingenuous to say that i don't know it's like kind of odd um but yeah she does uh she does poorly against gauntlet classes for sure uh but outside of that i don't know she's pretty good and she does poorly against like good warrior and good um valk as well but and Guardian, I guess. I, I don't know. Although Guardian is weird too, because like I watch Multiverse, my friends, and he just is killing them standing up. So that one is a weirder one too. I, I don't know. I don't think people are really overestimating her or overvaluing her that much. They're just like, she's definitely strong now. So 
Um, yeah. Uh, Blood Diamond, and yeah, I'm sure she's going to be even more nuts after the reworks. Uh, Blood Diamond 78 says, SA Q-Block on Warrior has to go. No real reason why he needs it. He's fast as hell to where he looks like he's teleporting to you at times. Does really good damage. No stamina problems. Low grab, uh, low cooldown grab. Please can anyone tell me what is justifying him having SA Q-Block? I'm honestly interested in you guys, in your guys' thoughts on that. Serious question. Um, I don't know. Divios, justify the SAQ block on Warrior for me. Uh, well, a lot of their things are pretty, like, like they, they don't have a lot of SAs. Like, the costs, I don't know if you were there right after <laughs> the CC changes. Before they had Q cancel and a bunch of other buff skills, it was, it was real bad for like a couple, for like a couple, for months actually. It was like four or five months after those CC changes. Now it's like they got a bunch more protections compared to then. It's still like it 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 would still need a lot of changes to compensate for something like that. And people say like SA blocks wouldn't be a thing, but like those classes that have them, they would have a they they wouldn't be able to exist without it. To be honest, I think the only one that maybe is like an exception to that is Guardian, but that's just because Guardian is played so defensively already that. That they're they're not they're not really getting hit in the back crazy often when they're not iframing. <laughs> but like all yeah. the other ones, like I can't see a situation where they wouldn't have it. We had I had a discussion with uh Kyrim about it, and one of the things that he was talking about that he wishes Warrior had is some sort of a like almost like a resource to manage with the block, so that it was something you had to think about instead of just like okay. I'm going to be in my block and wait for all my cooldowns because one of the, one of the examples he gave of why the block can be feel so oppressive is as a Musa and this is true for a, a few classes that don't have a grab is like you have to invest stamina um your normal resource your yeah, cooldowns cool yeah. to try to pressure them out of their block while they just are recovering all of that like yeah. they just don't they it cost them nothing to hold the queue except for the block itself and potentially health um but they could I at agree. any time come out of the block so he was saying that he wishes they had something that made it feel like you couldn't just sit in there forever it was like for periods of time you're blocking with sa which is yeah, I, I mean idea. yeah they could they could make it to where like when you block you get like your block has sa for two or three seconds but i'd be so scared they do like it, it just gives you sa for three seconds and then call it <laughs> just like like yeah I, I mean like that that would make sense because that was one thing i played guardian for a while and it's like the feeling of just being able to just press q and just like waiting for the push to happen i'm like wow yeah i can just sit here i don't, I don't have to like s block i don't have to like go like rotate protections i can just I can just press Q and wait for the fight to happen. That'd be hilarious. Like, yeah, we heard we heard you. And now what happens when Warrior presses Q, they have SA for three seconds. <laughs> it's not <laughs> buff but after on their those bar. Three seconds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't even grab them. <laughs> um oh, man. Uh let's see. Queso says uh, oh he does the 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 meme. If Flannels has a million fans, I'm one of them. Do we have to read the whole meme? I I hate this meme. No, you don't. No, All right, no, hi, hi, sorry, okay, so <laughs> Hydro159 says, I don't understand why Sage has a grab in his kit. Uh, if Even if it was point blank, I still don't understand why he needs it. Nerf awaken long grab already. That thing is just too much cancer. Also, do you, 
Do you have think that Elvia orcs and Castle Rune should drop some kind of rare drop, like a bundle of ten to twenty red shards or seeds, so you can cheer those two spots feel a bit lackluster compared to others where anytime you can get a necklace. I don't know about seeds because that would increase <laughs> 10 to 20 the money. seeds. Could you imagine a bundle of seeds? <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh, holy shit, the money! Oh my god. Um, shards, though. I mean, maybe shards. I could see shards. I feel like yeah. shards wouldn't be a problem. Shards. Yeah, is I, don't, I don't think. I don't think that would be a big deal. Yeah, you know, I still feel like I, I hate how much better orcs and bloody are than everywhere else, though. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the uh, shard bundle would be nice. Places like Fogans and stuff too, you can get out of there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I also don't. I can't really figure out why Awakened Sage has a grab. It's funny because like the short time I was playing Awakened Sage, I every single block class I ran into, I could just kill all of them standing up. I never had to CC them. But yeah, plus, you I'd... also have good CCs and a grab, and it's range. I didn't care that much. Why? Well, I know. I, I used to think it made no sense. Their grab, at least, it's not lawn grab, where it's not just they, it's not just completely free. They actually they still have to like kind of looking at you. Yeah. But uh, I think since the iframe nerf, it does feel like the matchups. Like it does have like matchups now, where it's it's not just like iframing and you're guessing when you're CCing them. Would it be the but worst I, thing if feel... that grab was purely melee though? If no, if it was melee, it would, I think it I think it'd be fine. I, like yeah. I don't I don't like I. I still do think range grabs are dumb. It's just, yeah, it does feel like the class has a counterplay now where it didn't before. All right, Big Swat says, I think stamina management doesn't make sense for Warrior at all. We have one iframe. Yeah, a lot of essays, but not like we have movement essay besides stationary ones. If we had stamina issues and had to manage stamina, then we'd lose so many fights and the class would auto drop to mid tier. I like that it would drop to mid tier. <laughs> we have one iframe and just like he said our block breaks so fast everyone thinks the block is op but it drops so fast large scale aspect or high gear fight aspect the um they only have one close quarter combat so why would you not be able to go on forever i think the argument is biased warrior only has a single target damage for the most part till this rework stamina management in the end doesn't belong on warrior at all again all its damage is unprotected that part's not really true. Um, people talk about grave digging and slashing, but those are so stationary, so easy to get grabbed out of those. Our iframe is three second cooldown. Um, so for the most part, when it's on cooldown, it's easy to push and abuse the gaps and skills and get grabs off really easily. If they want to add stamina management rather than cooldown base, they need to add another iframe with all the speed on warrior to just get dumbed down and only have one iframe for actually no damage protection, then like I said, the class would become mid-tier at that point. Well, I think when people are talking about stamina management, it's mostly referring to the reworked version, which definitely does have protected damage um, and big AOEs and definitely is not single target. So, yeah. yeah. I will say something about Warrior. I, I like As much as people like say like, Warrior's really strong and like small scale, which it is, People like it is a lot more vulnerable than people think. Mm -hmm. And for like, example, when we were like playing the three v three tournament, we fought a lot of warriors. And we we sometimes we used to trials. Sometimes we did our seasonal characters prepping for the tournament. But every time there was a warrior in the three v three, he was always the target because he is not that hard to deal with. 
when you have like out of one like one v one, it's a lot different than three v three. Let's put it that way. So like, and every time you add people, it gets easier to deal with him. Yeah, and for the record, so, like, I, head head chase yeah. is a two second cooldown, not three second. Like war, like his warrior is very strong. Like don't get me wrong, their their engage is really really fast. Their like their combo damage when they actually get a full combo is really good. Their normal damage is not that high, but they have a utility with slows. They do have the SA block. And they have a lot of like team. They're really good at peeling. It's just that they are definitely more vulnerable than most classes, or like well, not most. They're vulnerable, less vulnerable than a lot of the classes people were playing for that tournament. That's the that's the best way I'll put it. Yeah, I guess I just don't like uh and in, in this in his description. I agree. Like maybe I don't know. I think there should be some stamina. It doesn't need to be oppressively bad stamina management where it feels like you can't move, but. Yeah. Just having to think about it and not being able to 100% freely move, I think, is all people are really asking for. But also, I don't know, is slashing really stationary? It doesn't feel stationary to me, I'm, but maybe I'm weird. Um, Laxon9003 says, I feel like PA will take a lot from BDO Mobile for the reworks, which is not bad. I looked at some of the classes over there, and goddamn, those animations and AoE are pog. Also, is it only me who thinks SA block should be removed in the game and make the block classes maybe have more tanky block instead, not suck Novas? That way, classes without a grab have a more fair chance in one versus one. Nice podcast, as always, guys, keep it up. Yeah, so we just talked about the SA block thing. It's to, if you just remove it, it's that's like a whole rework in and of itself that would have to take place. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I'm really curious what they're going to do to try to make one, like, some of these non-grab classes. I'm really curious what they're going to do. They haven't reworked yeah. a non-grab class except for I Suck Ranger and their damage is nuts and their range. I do so. think the those blocks, I do think, like, having, like, I think the block damage mechanic is good. But I don't, I think the block disable mechanic is bad. Super bad, yep. I, I actually <laughs> like, don't unless even... It, if, if it, because the thing, like, I think if you made it two or three seconds, it'd be good. Because what it would do, it was a chunk their, it was chunk their block, and then if they're still sitting, like if they, like if they drop it for like one second, they're not going to regen most of that. But I do like the extra block damage that Corsair has because it, it does force you out of your block a lot earlier than it would you would normally. Yeah, they. Uh, my my stance on the block mechanic is like. I honestly think it borderline like can't really come to other classes. I mean, maybe yeah. just the break itself. There's no way that prevention can come. Like, dude, it if yeah, no, if I, a bunch of classes have it, cool. it'd be so, your block would be gone forever. Yeah. But on Corsair, like, I honestly think Corsair, like, I I've mentioned this basically every week now, but Spiral Soaks block recovery prevention just shouldn't exist. Like, it's already on all the sword skills. And I think that that's okay because the sword skills basically require you to be melee, like full on point blank melee, and none of those yeah, just, just sword just skills or nukes. Um, yeah, it just, like, I, yeah, it just lasts too long. The five think. seconds. Does it lasts fifteen? No, no. So the spiral soak one is fifteen. That that one I just think shouldn't even exist because yeah. it's like a ranged yeah, ability. It, it's like yeah. it honestly hits yeah, so yeah. far. The but, other ones are five. Yeah, the other ones like, are five. The other ones are hurt, but they're not like, well, I'm not gonna have a block for the next <laughs> entire fight. It's like, it's like, yeah, even five is like a long, depending on like what class you're. Like if you're, because like, if, if your block, like, because it also does like twenty percent of your block as well as disable, like, and then and then the damage and on then top the of damage, that. Yeah. 
So like, <laughs> yeah, blocks it, it. They can absolutely explode, and if you get hit by like that disable, it it does mess you up. That's um, just. Uh, I do think though, for like the non grab classes, having more block damage for some of them, like. I'm I'm more thinking of like ones that do need the ones that can't just like trade with you and kill you, like Sork. Sork doesn't really trade into you, right? Like if like I think Sork having it would make more sense than some other classes. The problem like, is, Suck it Ranger, like if Suck Ranger had it, it wouldn't be fair. Does block damage on Sork change anything in the striker matchup though? Not in the striker matchup. It changes the their matchup with like, all the block classes though. Well, even in the it, Guardian matchup, it's more like super armor rotation a lot of the time. So it's really, it would be like Valk, Warrior, and then I guess like Suck Nova and, and Pre-Awake and Awake Nova. But I don't know. I don't know how much it like actually changes. Like, I, I feel like Corsair has a bunch of block break stuff, and in 1v1 against most of the block classes, it's really not that good. Like maybe against uh, an Awakened Valk and a Suck Nova, but outside of that... It's not very good against Warrior. It's not very good against Guardian. And I don't know. It's like a weird... Like, I don't even know if it really solves an issue at more than it just is annoying in large scale for everybody. Yeah. But we'll it see. <laughs> we'll see what they end up doing. Definitely not the block recovery, though, at the very least. Like, please, God, don't yeah. add that to more stuff. Uh, first name says... Funny how... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Kamikaze says, After seeing Flannels for the first time in the best-in-class tournament, and seeing how insanely he outplayed everyone, I really wanted to pick up Ranger again, but then I thought about the first time I saw Yellow playing Suck Ninja and thinking I could do that, and when I see Divios and thinking the same stupid thought. I do love how well Flannels and Biceptimus complement each other with their experience and insight. Super good guests. Hope you keep getting relevant guests for the next classes just after they come to Global Labs because this was an awesome podcast. Loved it a bit extra since I saw Anfield rant for one to two hours about how bad Ranger got nerfed in the rework, and here comes the Ranger God drops truth bombs about how to utilize <laughs> the class in the new kit. Much love from Norway. Stay frosty. That's funny. They're dropping them truth bombs, my guy. Them truth bombs, dude. <laughs> uh, first name says, funny how everyone seems to think that every other class is broken, but the class they play is bad since they only remember the times they've died to the other class and not the times the other class has died to them. Speaking of which, Tamer is bad, buff when? I, Tamer scares me in the reworks, I'm going to be honest. That class scares me so much. Yeah, that could very easily go wrong. Uh, Queso81 says... Uh, so basically the truth is starting to show. Rangers obviously think they got nerfed because they still mostly shotgun queens and have bad teachers. LOL, maybe they start to learn how to play Awakening, the few that still exist. Sorry for blowing up your comments like usual. I'm just going to say it straight up. Ranger community has been divided for the longest. Too many arguments have been tossed around on how to play it right. I think it's been proven that Ranger can be played a better way, just not many understand how it is done, and end up trying to ES spam all day. That is the wrong mentality, and I'm just glad I built a habit of saving my ES instead of relying on it. Good luck, Shotgun Queens. Sounds so offensive, Shotgun Queens, you know? It does. It sounds like a slur, almost. It does. <laughs> yeah, they're just showing up to some small community in Texas calling everyone a Shotgun Queen, you know? <laughs> Uh, I, that's I, actually that's actually a, a a high school pageant that we have down here in Texas. Believe it or not. Oh yeah, shotgun queens. Yeah, shotgun queens. Nice, dude. 
Uh, ID Sing said Suck Valk reworks, and he has a little eyes. Awakening Musa reworks, even more eyes. Haha, ha, Nayashi, Offentet user, haha. Ha. Alright, Nayashi graduated to a Black Star or Zarka. Alright, he doesn't use Often anymore. Also, we have an update from Nayashi. He literally just typed this in the chat. He said, I hate car buying. I'm still fucking here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For reference, he said he was going to buy a car at 10 a.m. That was eight over eight hours ago. <laughs> yeah, buying a car sucks, dude. Oh, the process shit. is is terrible. Um, Cody Shane says it's your boy 3.5k at Star's End. Great show. With how adamant PA was about making new class, do you think they put a new class on pause or developing them alongside the reworks? I don't think we're gonna see a new class until the absolute very end of the year, if not next year. Personally. Um, do you guys think yeah. they're going to add a new class anytime soon? No, they're I, definitely going to hold off on it. I, I, I bet, I'm betting there'll be one raid after all the reworks. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's gonna, and, and it's going to be like, w what is this? <laughs> kind of thing. It's going to be cracked, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, they'll, they'll keep coming out with them, but I don't think... It's not going to be until all of the reworks hit live, and then maybe like a month after yeah. that, I can see a teaser dropping. Yeah, I could see something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that with how much other stuff they put on hold, I, I think they're definitely fully focused on new on reworks. Yep, 100%. Um, yeah, so that's all the comments. That's our comment section. Thank you guys so much for commenting. If you want to leave a comment on this episode and uh, talk about anything Divio said or we said or call us wrong or tell Divios that Striker is absolutely busted and needs to be nerfed to the ground, feel free to do so in the comments. We always read them on the show. Uh, Divios, thank you so much again for coming on, man. For sure. Um, congratulations to your, like, fourth tournament win. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, hopefully they keep doing tournaments. But that that was super fun to watch. I don't know. I, I really love the 3v3 tournament. It was cool. Uh, I, I, I like 2v2, 3v3, like that format. Like, I, like, I, like the idea. I like the ideas of a lot. I think... They could do a couple format changes that would be really cool for it, but I think otherwise it's it's really good. Yeah, it's fun. And it's also like uh, if a class isn't super good at 1v1, it still can be really good in 3v3, 2v2 yeah. fights. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was, it was uh, super fun having you. So thank you so much for coming on. Rosal, you want to close this out? Yeah, where, where, were the, where, where can people find you again, Divios? I just... Uh, I got a couple just like more like mess around videos on YouTube. You just search Divios and then Twitch is Divios, but I don't really stream. So. Also, or, or <laughs> see me in chat and Twitch chat. Our, our show orcs rotation 12. Good luck. You can find Divios there. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. So uh, links to that stuff will be in the description. So uh, go check him out. Uh, even if he doesn't post much, appreciate you coming on, man, giving us your time. Wish Nyashi was here. I would love. You said a lot of anti Musa Maywa things. I feel like I I wish Nyashi would have been here to counter argument, but unfortunately, car buying is apparently a nine hour process. So hopefully he'll be back next week. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening, hanging out, having a good time. Hopefully. 
Uh, if you did enjoy, make sure to uh, leave a comment, like all that stuff. Uh, shout out to the patrons. Thank you very much. What are you laughing about? I'm laughing because stupid uh, Hunter said Divios is better at explaining st stuff than I am. And then Amritat pinged him and said, also, he doesn't extract Kafras out of his gear like you. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor oh, Hunter. No. Hunter had a moment of weakness, all right? Yeah, poor Hunter, dude. Oh, no. All right. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one.